All right, boys. Episode 28. Don't spoil the ending. How are we? Yeah, good, thanks. Very good. well. Good. I'm Joe. Hi, I'm John. I'm Nick. And I'm Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, like, how are we all? Are we good? Still suffering a bit with man flu, to be honest with you. Yeah. I've got a bad cough. I'm still on the verge of death, but <laughs> you got over your monthly Joe. I'm I'm a bit better. As you can you can tell that like last week <laughs> was like a stamping time of me being really bad, like ill. But this week I'm feeling a lot better. So your voice is sounding a lot better. Yeah, it's sounding great. <laughs> and I I am I'm bang up for it this week. Um yeah, so I'm, I'm on my energy drink this week because I drove John in. Storm yeah. Brian is battering England right now. Yeah, it is bad, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. does this mean that we won't be getting a drunk Joe on the show anytime no. soon? Last two shows I've drove in because now oh, I can yeah. drive. Now well, I can I'm, drive. We're just going to have to rearrange it to go at your place one week <laughs> just so we can get drunk Joe back. Yep. Uh, sober Joe is now, is now on this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you on this week, Nick? What are you drinking? Me, I'm, I'm on gin. What, and, have, you, what uh, have you got with your gin? Well, it's got ice and Fanta lemon. I like it. See, yeah. a lot of people would turn the nose up at that and go, what are you doing? Right? It is amazing. I've had gin and Tizer before. That's a cracker. Mm. So. I, I, see, I like Tizer and obviously I like gin. So <laughs> that might be a winning combination yeah. for me, that one. It's a match made in heaven. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Jim and Fanta... Uh, Jim. <laughs> Love a bit of Jim. <laughs> gin and Fanta lemon, though. That, that's also a good shout. Like have you had it before? I have. It is amazing. It is. It's, it's it's just Fanta lemon with a kick. Yeah, I f- I feel probably gin and tonic is probably still the best with a good lime in it. See, I was always told it was. I think it was by you actually, John, that it's a bit tangy. It's a bit uh, oh, bitter. Bitter. That's the word. Sorry. Um, I swear I was like, ah, it didn't sound like my cup of tea. That um, your cup of gin. We were out the <laughs> other week um, for the uh, unspeakable night, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And I was given gin and tonic that night. I was like, this is the best drink I've ever had in my life. Why, why, why have I not had this ever before? It's and now, so now, refreshing. Now you're a gin drinker. And now I'm, gin, <laughs> now I'm spending £25 a bottle of my alcohol. <laughs> £25 a day, every day, all day, every week. Um, yeah, what, what are you drinking, John? I'm on lager. Yeah. Boring. Yeah, yep. Carling lager. Carling lager with gin or? Just, just a lager for now. Just a lager. Okay. Yeah. Hey, this is the first beer I've had for like two weeks after that man flu. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yep. Yeah. Good. Good luck with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off the wagon. <laughs> when I don't know if I should say. I mean, it's not that bad to be fair. But um, like when you just said that you're having gin with your beer, it reminded me of uh, when someone had rum. Oh, I won't say who it was. <laughs> someone had rum with beer on on the train up to. Oh, uh, oh was that when someone put? Um, they they finished the can of beer off on the train, yeah. and then they put some rum in in the empty can because yeah. yeah. they had nothing to drink the rum out of. Yeah, that that, that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. it was mad that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know who's stupid enough to do that. Me neither. That was on the way to watch a uh, Suicide Squad. It was, was yeah. yeah, yeah. That drink may as well have been a suicide on the way, <laughs> the way to. <laughs> Um, all right, well, let's, let's talk about stuff we've watched and done this week. Oh, do you want to mention Inman? Oh, of course, yeah. Let's Got, talk about that. Gone missing again. Yeah. He's in uh, Barcelona this weekend, yeah. isn't he? He is. In fact, he'll be watching Barcelona right about now, I think. The play like, tonight. Yeah. 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 So he's he's in Barcelona. Um, well, yeah. Uh, how, how long has he been there for? Like uh, two days. Two days? I mean, two days. So he's only gone a few days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fair. I, 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 I genuinely didn't know when he, when he went. Yeah, he's, he's gone for the, the weekend. Well, last week he said, oh, I can't be on next week. And I was just like, oh, you must be 
playing football or something. <laughs> Not knowing he was. Yeah, going he signed for Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> they need a new left back. Yeah. Left back in the changing room. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he's added a bit of an incident over there, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got a bit of form with this, hasn't he? he yeah, uh, he's basically been mugged in broad daylight in Barcelona, from what we can gather. There's, there's probably a difference between mugging and pickpocketing. Yeah, I mean, did he not take the phone out of his hand though? Well, he messaged us earlier on WhatsApp, didn't he? Um, yeah. Right, so, yeah. So I was waiting for you to... Uh, sorry, to I was tell making us. sure my phone was on flight mode. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were looking for the story. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so he got pickpocketed, uh, ran after the guy, the guy fell over yeah. and threw the phone on. Threw the floor. phone on the way down, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some cosmetic damage to the phone, a yeah. few minor scratches, but... Uh, Not smashed, thankfully. Yeah. My favourite bit of the whole story, though, was how it was like, and afterwards we just casually walked off. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like... Fair enough. I, I, I don't know how I'd react in that situation. Like, I don't even know if I'd chase a person. If they, I, I think I'd just be like, "What?" If if it's a, if it's Sam, I reckon he probably had a beer. Uh, um, I mean, I, if someone nicked my phone, I'd be, I'd be running after them. Not see, very what, fast. That's what, but... Like my first thought when like they said like you chased him down, I was like, "Did you kick his head in?" Like, <laughs> like. <you, laughs> Like, someone steals your phone, you kind of want to give them a good hiding, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd, give love to, I'd love to have seen that whole affair kind of thing, him just chasing after the person like that. Yeah. That would have been good. But Barcelona's, like, pretty famous for, like, pickpockets around the place, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. So, if, yeah. If, if he'd caught up with him and gave him a battering, it'd be like, you know, the Spanish government giving Catalonia a battering, yeah. <laughs> which which is topical, topical humour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Swinman's not here. He's getting getting mugged in Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> safe, safe travels home. So. And just, yeah. just like we mentioned on the pod before, when he went to Krakow, how he lost his like all the money he took with him. Yeah, he, this is this happens to him a lot, doesn't he? Like one, I think he didn't zip up his bag or something. Mm. No, no, I think that someone literally just went in his bag, didn't they? And uh, took took all his money. That's what he says. Maybe he got really drunk at the, at the airport. <laughs> Maybe he got really drunk in Barcelona and just had to mess just saying, oh, this is happening. I mean, he oh. definitely got his phone back because... <laughs> yeah, how else would he have messaged? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, all right, well, well yeah. But yeah, no Sam this week, no Jono. Yep. Why, why, why is Jono not here? Just another week off, I think. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, let's talk about... Uh, well, later in the show, we've got Eden Lake, which is our main film review of the week. Yep. Um, have we watched any other films or anything this week, film-wise? Yeah, I've got a few things. Uh, shall I jump in first? Have you got any games first you want to do or anything? Or? Uh, we'll let, do you want to do films, then we'll go TV yeah, games. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Uh, I'll just jump into this one first. Have you guys heard of this documentary on Netflix called Long Shot? No. Only from you? Yeah, a short documentary, like 40 minutes long. And it's about a guy, I think, called Juan Catalan, I think he's called. Uh, Juan? Uh, yeah, uh, Mexican, uh, well, uh, Hispanic guy living in California. Uh, who was accused of murder. And it's a bit like serial, this. Uh, I don't want to tell you anything about it because it will spoil the uh, the documentary for you, but he was accused of the murder of like a 16-year-old girl. And it's all about how he, how he and his lawyer come up with a defence and try to prove it wasn't him. But you have to watch it just to like see the, the twists and turns in the case and stuff. It's only 40 minutes, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. a... Not going to take a a big chunk of your time, but it's not so much a well made documentary. It's not very well made. It's just the actual 
the actual story behind it and the actual twist that's involved is pretty amazing kind of thing. So it's yeah. de- definitely worth watching just for that. But awesome. yeah, check that out. It's on Netflix, a Netflix documentary. So yeah, give it a go. Sounds, yeah. sounds like something I'd watch. I'd be interested yeah. in watching it later. Yep. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm light on films this week. I've, I've not. I, I've, I've watched a, like an old classic. Um, oh, hi. Um, Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's from uh, the 80s, is it, John? Um, 1982, I think. 1982. Um, yeah, John knows everything I watch. <laughs> no, um, it's the thing. I watched the thing. Not, not, not the 1950s one. Not the 1951. The thing not, from another world. Not the 2011 one. Not the thing part part prequel, whatever it was. <laughs> but I watched the 1982 one with Kurt Russell. Yep. It's it's it's. Uh, like uh, because it's October, I've been trying to watch like horror films. It's not. I won't. Shocktober. 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 Yeah. Um, I've uh, I've not. Been, I've been trying to watch like scary films and the like, but this isn't scary. It's just it's got it's quite weird and gruesome. Have you seen yeah. it before, Joe? Um, I think I've seen the later version. 2011. One. Yeah, but yeah, not. I've, I didn't pay much attention to it. <laughs> Was there lots of jump scares? Is this why? Yeah, I don't. I just yeah, I'm not, yeah. not watching jump. You're scares. not interested in them, are you? No, yeah. just bore you, don't they? <laughs> yeah, boring. That's the word. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. No, but um. Well, I like I, I like the idea of the thing, and like, I obviously haven't seen the old ones, but it's really good. And obviously, Kurt Russell's isn't in it, so anything with Kurt Russell, you can't really turn your nose up at, can you? Like, um, it was it's amazing. Like to be honest, um. It's just so weird. Like, there's a dog at the beginning. I think I can spoil it. There's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been quite a few years. 35-year-old film, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a dog at the beginning, and I was watching it. I was like, oh, no. Basically, he's being chased by a helicopter, and they were shooting at this dog. I was like, leave the poor dog alone. What are you doing? <laughs> I was I was so close to going on dosthedogdie.com. Um, <laughs> so is that a website? It is the real website, yes. All right. Um, if it, I, I think you can find out if cats die as well. So if you want to know if a, do- a dog or a cat's going to die, does the dog die.com. And for Joe as well, there's where's the jump.com. All the jump scares. Right. Right out for you in every minute of the I movie. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Website for everything. Backpage.com. Yeah. Referencing Louis Farida, yeah. we're going to talk about Yeah, we'll tell that in a bit. But um, <laughs> yeah, basically, this dog's being chased and it's being shot. I'm like, oh, no, poor dog. And then it flips it on its head and this dog's actually a monster that right. turns into some trans- weird transforming creature. Yeah. Turns into a transformer. Yeah. So it yeah, sounds yeah. like what you were a, about a, to a say. Big, a big metal robot, yeah. Big. <laughs> turns into Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, though. I'd, I'd, I'd recommend it if anyone's not watched it since for, since the 35 years it's been out. It is a classic, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. It is yeah. an old classic. It's my third favourite film of all time, I think. Yeah? Yep. What's your second favourite? Second favourite, Alien. I see there's a bit of like... So your, the your, there, yeah, yeah, your films, yeah. top three films are The Thing, Alien and Jaws. Yep. Yeah. All monster horror films, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what you like. And they're all within like a <laughs> seven-year period. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yep. Anything else in the thing? What would you rate it? I gave it a four out of five because I've already rated it this week because I've been doing them like week by week. I've been watching a horror film. I've been rating it by uh, how good I thought the film was, which was four out of five, and how scary the film was. This one was one out of five because it's not scary. It's just good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 
Can I just jump on the thing as well? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll catch it. Uh, uh, oh, what was I going to say then? Uh, yeah, going to the thing. Uh, what do you think about the ending where Kurt Russell and... Oh, I forgot his name now. Oh, God. Uh, Keith... Uh, can't think of the name, the black actor at the end. What, who, what do you think about them two surviving at the end? And did you think either of them was the thing, basically? I thought... I didn't think um, Keith Kurt David, Russell was... It. I thought Keith David. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was. I think there's this video from one of them. You can't see the breath, even though they're out in the cold. So people have always said, like, "Oh God, it means he's the thing." All oh, right. I think it was just a filming thing. They, oh, just, okay. <laughs> they just didn't catch his breath, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I thought was it Keith David. Yeah. Um, I thought he might have been it at the end, but yeah, I, I, for some reason, straight right till the end, I was believe, I believed in Kurt Russell. Yeah, the end. just love the way it finishes with them too. Just saying, we'll just sit here and wait a while, and it just, just ends like that. Pretty much to die as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, no, sorry, John. Like you finish point, then I'll jump in. Just one other thing, like I one other thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think so it's, you should, we need a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> one last thing. I think it's pretty much a perfect film, apart from one bit in it where they have the uh, the older guy. I can't think of his name now either. Locked in the uh, in the basement of the shed or something. And when they go out there to find him, he's, it turns out he's the thing. And he's built like a massive spaceship under the ground. It's just a bit goofy. It's like, you've built yeah. this. Him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. everything else in the film is perfect. It's just this really goofy idea that they go out to go and catch him. And he's built this giant spaceship under the ice. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my only little flaw with the film. But other than that, I, I love it. Yep. Sorry, so, Joe, I'll cut you off then. Uh, I was just going to ask, where, where are the, where's the human torch in this one? And oh, the invisible very good. The only thing that bugged me was I was looking everywhere to watch it and Amazon Prime had uh, the 2011 version on it. Mm. Netflix, I think that might have... No, I don't think it had, I don't think that had anything on it. Uh, and I couldn't find it anywhere. So I ended up having to spend £7 on YouTube... Yeah. of all places <laughs> to actually purchase it i didn't i didn't rent it i purchased it on youtube <laughs> i now own a film on youtube <laughs> right. i didn't even know that was possible <laughs> oh yeah seven oh, yeah i knew you could do it but i didn't know you could buy stuff I, I thought you just kind of paid to watch stuff i don't know anyone who's ever bought anything off youtube well i, I well i wanted to watch the thing <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah. just one other thing uh <laughs> You I'm were... actually going to get a t-shirt made <laughs> I actually am you know you you, you and your finger up like that <laughs> uh, also check out The Thing 2011 uh, I mean it's nowhere near as good as the first one but it's quite interesting uh, it ends where the first one starts where it ends with like that Norwegian t- uh, helicopter team chasing the dog oh, over the ice it? kind of thing yeah oh. quite an interesting little prequel but yeah definitely worth uh, checking out the one in 2011 is called the thing to the thing yeah but it's a prequel to the bit thing confusing prequel to the thing great yeah <laughs> fantastic yeah <laughs> uh all right we're done with films yeah oh no sorry i've got a couple of blade Runner oh, films sorry. to talk oh about. yeah have you guys got nothing else no 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 not for films um can you try and not spoil any of the blade runners for me because yeah not I'm, a problem I'm, i want to watch both of them uh i'll start with the first blade runner i've re-watched it this week for the first time in years it's actually, like, do you know the history of this film? There's like five different cuts of it now over the years. It's just right. changed so much. And I watched the, the final cut this week for the first time, which has been out for like 10 years now, which I've never got around to watching it. And I think it is far and away the best version of the film kind of thing. It's loads better than the other versions. Uh, but they're all, they're all amazing. But 
thought like one of the big differences is that the first version of the film that came out, I had this on VHS like when I was a kid, but it had vo- they put voiceover throughout the whole film, so it was Harrison Ford narrating the film as it went on because they thought or the audience wouldn't, wouldn't understand what's going on because it was such a kind of visionary film and what have you. Um, and like all the cuts since then have removed and removed that voiceover. <laughs> this might be where my hatred of voiceover comes from, you know, like with the Shawshank Redemption and stuff. Mm. It's just a lazy way of storytelling kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But they've gone back and removed all that, and they've just made it much more of a visual, like a much more visual storytelling as opposed to Harrison Ford does this, then he does that, you know, that that kind of stuff. I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel about multiple cuts of the one film, like that many. Because yeah, I agree. Does it like? I'm not a fan of Star Wars, but from what my my knowledge is, they released Star Wars and then they sort of re re released them decades later, but added loads of CG monsters in when CG was a big thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like that sounds awful. But the thing is, they did that in 1997 for the special edition. Then when the Blu-ray came out like five years ago, they went back and changed it again, and it's like just stop tinkering yeah. with it. You know what I mean? I can understand, like, um, you have, you have your main cut of the film and then you have your director's, like, cut. We got, yeah. this is this is the actual film. Um, but, like, and I can probably say, all right, Blade Runner, if they say this is the final version of this film, mm. like, decades later, I'll be like, okay. But pff, I don't think I like multiple cuts of one film. It should just stand as one thing do you know what I mean yeah no I agree for me it gets confusing like E.T.'s done this there's a couple of versions of E.T. now there's a couple of versions of Close Encounters and like there's stuff in each version that I like so it's like well which one do I watch now do I watch the original version do I watch the special edition from like 2001 do I watch the special edition from 2007 (laughs) it's like they've all got different things that I like and different things that I don't like so you know what I mean it just confuses it and you end up watching all three just to make sure you've seen everything everything (laughs) about the film kind of thing can I just ask, um, you said you watched the final cut. Final cut, yeah. Where did you watch that? Why? I, I, when? Oh. Uh, where? Sorry. On Blu-ray. Oh, do you have it on Blu-ray? Yeah. Because I was, I, I was hoping it would be on like Netflix or something because oh, I've no. actually never seen it. And obviously we're going tomorrow, aren't we, to yeah. watch... 2049 2049 yep uh, and I was just hoping to watch it but now they've told me there's 10 cuts I'm not quite sure um, <laughs> well alright um, question then John like for me and Nick who haven't seen the first one like would you recommend the final cut as to be our first viewing of that film yeah definitely the final cut just watch that forget the other ones just right, watch okay. that version yeah what was what was the third or fourth cut <laughs> like there was the narration version there was the director's cut in like 1990 and I don't even know what the other two versions are, to be honest. I think they're like a producer's cut or something yeah. like that. But we brought out a special edition, like, DVD briefcase, like, 10 years ago. And it had all five cuts of the film in that in that, in that briefcase. That's so... I don't like that. Yeah. No, like that. I've never seen the other two. I've only seen like, the original director's cut and this one. Yeah. Is there such a thing as a producer's cut? Yeah, there's a... I'd... Spider-Man 3 just got a producer's cut. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't realise producers had cuts. <laughs> yeah, um, Halloween 6, for some reason, has got a producer's cut. <laughs> Which Mental. is meant to be like better than the other versions. Oh, but really? yeah. Oh. yeah, it's Fair a bit weird. Uh, but as well, if you're going to watch it, try and watch it on Blu-ray because there's a lot of things that I've never picked up on before. This is the first time watching it on Blu-ray. And there's a thing where like the replicants, their eyes kind of glow, glow gold whenever they're on screen. But I listened to the audio commentary for this as well, and Ridley Scott says that that glowing gold thing is only for the audience. The people in the film can't see that. That is only meant for the audience, so you know who's a replicant kind of thing. 
uh, and they were explaining how Douglas is. Right. And it then showed up on camera as gold, kind of thing. Like, it only, sh- it only records on camera. It doesn't know the way of doing it. Yeah, I like, I like weird little techniques like that. Yeah, I love stuff like that. Just one final bit on the first film. The big theme, especially after watching part two now, this is not a spoiler, but like loneliness is like the, the big thing of, of the Blade Runner series. The Blade Runners just don't have a life kind of thing. You know, they're just doing the job and, and that's it. Uh, and that comes back in part two. Uh, like, yeah, like you mentioned, I watched Blade Runner 2049 last Sunday, I think it was. And it this for me, I, I thought at the start of the year, Alien Covenant would have been the, the big film for me that would have been like number one of the year. This does for the Blade Runner series what I hoped Alien Covenant would have done for Alien. It kind of revitalizes the series, but feels like a legitimate follow-up. You know, like yeah, yeah. Alien Covenant felt like half reboot, half sequel. This just feels like a, a genuine sequel to Blade Runner. Uh, the fact that Harrison Ford's involved probably helps. You know, we've got about the old cast and stuff like yeah. that. But I, I loved Blade Runner twenty forty nine as well. Uh, as I mentioned, better than Alien Covenant. Uh, there's some great ideas in the film, and one of them. Has already been done in another film. I don't again. I don't want to mention what it is because it'll spoil it for you. But I really feel like if they'd have got this film out a bit earlier and done it first, it would have been mind blowing. But the ideas would have been done in another film recently. Uh, but again, that deals with loneliness, that kind of thing. But it's great. It looks amazing. It's Denis Villeneuve as well, who did right. like Prisoners, uh, Rival, Sicario. Just done all amazing films so far, and this is another one. Uh, yeah, it's an easy five stars. They're both easy five star films. Yeah. Loved them both. Yeah. Your film of the year this year up to now. You know what? Well, I think I've given Dunkirk a six out of five this year. Yeah. yeah oh, that's, yeah. I'm yeah. giving this a six out of five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I reckon um, we talked about doing a Christmas show um, where, yeah, we're, I reckon what we could do is we'll, we'll invent the Deasties. Which is like the Oscars, yeah. <laughs> um, but obviously more prestigious because we haven't obviously. got pedophiles as part of the. the <laughs> sorry, rapists. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got a much cleaner cast of people than Hollywood. So the DCs will be a more prestigious award. Obviously, uh, yeah. I think we we could we could come up with a few awards for the end of the year. Yeah, for, um, I'm pretty sure Harvey Weinstein will be getting something. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be on some list. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. Was that was that all you had on Blade Runner? Yeah, that's everything for Blade Runner. Right. Yep. Do you want to do you want to dive into Harvey Weinstein? Whilst Can do. Yeah. Do you, do you not mind? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Let's yeah. go into it. We, um, just just to say, we we did tiptoe last week. We did. Um, we did have to edit some stuff off of that show. Uh, there was one where I had to edit an entire three or four minutes out because you two had said, uh, "I'll bleep this out," but basically, you two said <laughs> had been accused of rape. Yeah. <laughs> But I looked it up and it was sexual harassment. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to leave that in, but I'm also going to bleep out all the relevant information from what I just said. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Yeah. It's a funny borderline. I mean, coming on to the Weinstein thing, uh, I've got a couple of updates for you, if that's okay. Like we mentioned last week, I keep trying to keep, I'm trying to keep on top of the story, but there's just so much stuff day by yeah. day breaking, you can't do it. But the main one this week, um, Harvey Weinstein has been accused uh, by Lupita Nyong'o, who was in like 12 Years a Slave, and she does all the motion capture for Maz Kanata from the Star Wars films. She's accused him of sexual harassment as well, saying that when she was just like a college student, she got invited up to his hotel suite. And when she got there, he was expecting certain things from her. 
I mean, yeah. my first thought with that is like, what did you think was going to happen in that hotel? So, do, do, do you know what I mean? What did you think you were going up there for? <laughs> a chat, like. <laughs> yeah, film offer. Yeah, well, yeah. I think she probably got a film offer. <laughs> <laughs> did you see um, uh, the actress who plays Xerxes on Game of Thrones? Oh, she's, yeah. all, she's also accused him of sexual harassment. I saw that. Yeah, what was that to do with? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I, I saw the headline, but I didn't actually read into it, no. No, I, 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 didn't, I didn't see much else other than that. I saw, I saw she'd made an allegation. Yeah. Um, Can I move on to Bob Weinstein? Who's yeah, now well, been... I, was about to, I was about to direct it in that way myself. <laughs> yeah, who's now been dragged into the mix. Yeah, He's he now has. been accused of sexual harassment by the showrunner of the Mist TV show on Netflix, oh, really? Amanda Siegel. Yeah. Uh, now, I actually read what, what she accused him of, and it sounds like he invited her to dinner three times. I'm <laughs> like, that, is that sexual harassment? <laughs> I, I read that, and... I don't know how to feel about that because there's two sides to everything. Yeah. And it sounded like he just kept inviting her for dinner and she did go with him at least once. But he might have just been pestering. He might be a bit of a pest. Yeah. But if that, you know, if that's sexual harassment, we know a few people who could <laughs> come under the same. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> 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 I'll be editing that. Um, did you see what Quentin Tarantino said about the Harvey Weinstein saga that's ongoing? I've heard a bit, but go on, I'll let you uh, yeah. tell it. Well, he said that he knew not, he knew enough to do more than he did. Um, so he basically saying he knew that he was aware of a couple of instances where he should have really done something about it, but didn't. Mm. So, yeah, he's come out with that statement, which obviously doesn't paint him in the best light. I was going to say, like... Because he's surely, it's people like Quentin Tarantino. I'm not saying people like Quentin Tarantino, but it's things like that that are giving it such that's, a bad reputation that people know about it and they're not doing anything about I, it. I, yeah. I was going to say, like, I, uh, I, like, I like Quentin Tarantino. I like his films. Uh, he seems actually like a quite a, well, I wasn't a nice guy, but he seems like a guy that I'd probably be able to have a good time with. Um, yeah. But, like I, I, I feel like the fact that he's just come out now and said I could have done something. It's like yeah, you, you're basically trying to make yourself look a bit better by saying by saying this now, aren't you? Um, it yeah, I feel like he should have either said something at the beginning or now. Just you know, he didn't need to come out and say yeah. That. He could have stopped other people being yeah. harassed and all sorts, yeah. which kind of puts him in, put a puts a black mark against his name, doesn't it? Mm. I mean, it's funny the whole kind of these actresses were proposed by Harvey Weinstein on the understanding they were then going to get, like, Hollywood parts and stuff. Well, like, where do you draw the line? Because, like, Eli Roth <clears throat> married a Chilean actress who's gone on to be, like, in every one of his films, you know. So it's kind of like, I'm pretty sure she married him on the understanding. Look, I'm going to marry you, but you put me in your film. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? The, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know if it's the same thing. But, it's de it's but, definitely not the same no, thing. Well, do you not think so? Oh, like sexual harassment and sexual assault against, oh, I've married someone and they happen to be in my films. I mean, like, like Helen, what's, what's her name? Helen Bonham Carter. Yeah. She was in lots of Tim Burton's films. I was just going to yeah. say that, yeah. Is right. that, it, it, that You wouldn't consider that as sexual harassment, would you? Well, no, not so much sexual harassment, more like the understanding of, look, I'll marry you, but you'll put me in your films. I don't know. I'll, on that, on that <laughs> one, I think it's more, they know what roles they could be suited for and they'll be able to, you know, they, they, yeah. they know the talents. So, like Rose McGowan has been involved in all this, you know, the actress from Charmed and stuff. Yeah, and she married Robert Rodriguez, who was like a big Weinstein director. 
I just find that coincidental. Yeah. He did a lot of Mary Matt's films. He married her. She's been accusing him for years, to be fair, of, of sexual harassment and no one listened. Now that it's all kicked off, everyone is on her side kind of thing. But, yeah, I just find it, you know, when, is that nepotism when you're putting, like, your wife in films and stuff? I was, was it actually it. family members, nepotism, I don't know. But uh, when does that... I don't be- know the exact definition. Yeah, I don't oh. know. When does that become sexual harassment? <laughs> when they get divorced, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't say I agree with you on that one, John. Yeah, yeah cut all that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't actually remember the exact people who did it, but have you seen that, like, people from other industries are starting to come out now? Oh, yeah. I did see this, now, actually, There's yeah. a big tidal wave of loads of people coming out now saying, like, right, I've been harassed. I've been sexually harassed. Like it's it kicked some off this now. To come out about the uh, the fashion industry that came out, which was which was, was probably more obvious because everybody seems to know that's already going on. But also the music industry, which there's been instances of the likes of Kesha was involved in a lawsuit a few, like in over the last couple right. of years, and um, Tom Jones recently came out saying that he was propositioned in his, yeah. his younger days. See, that's what I, actually I think it was a, a male singer. Okay, yeah. I don't think it was Tom Jones, but there's another one I think. Who's come out and said like, yeah, I think I would. Yeah, Tom Tom Jones said that it's it's rife in the music industry. Yeah. It's mad that how it's just so it's everywhere like that. It's madness. Well, let Let's hope it's not in the podcast industry, boys. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, have we got any female future members lined up? <laughs> right, should we move on. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's move on to TV then. Okay, Louis Farou. Louis Theroux, yeah. Talk about I that. watched it. Yeah, I watched that last night, so it's fresh in my mind. I watched yeah. it a few hours ago, so it's even fresher in my oh, mind. Oh no, <laughs> got me beat. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. It was, um, it was the, about prostitution and you know the horrors. Basically, Louis Theroux's current series is Dark States, so he I, goes to Dark States. Yeah, I didn't find this one as good as the heroin one. I, I think I enjoyed the heroin one more. I say enjoy. Are you saying, that, 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 Nick, that sounds you, a bit bad, that. But um, are you saying you enjoy heroin more than prostitutes? <laughs> yeah. Why <laughs> um, <laughs> <I> have a favourite? <laughs> but um, no, I think like the first episode was better. Like I've, I feel like I learned a lot more about what's going on in that particular town um, with heroin more than I did about prostitute. Like from that prostitute one, I, I seem to just feel like I've, I learned that most prostitutes are happy. Um, even with pimps, but in general, pimps aren't good. I think that's pretty much what I picked up from that episode. You picked up that prostitutes were generally happy from that. Yeah, I did. Because yeah. even at the end, there was one prostitute who was like, who like, he was like, oh, do you not want to leave? You know, the one that was like thirty-five-year-old, she used to be married, and it's like, oh no, I love it, kind of thing. I I think she was delusional though. Do you oh, know what I mean? Like she's yeah. too far gone. Yeah. Uh, she was the one who was the she was like Italian yeah, and she had a p- profile as 27 but she was actually 37 that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. and now she doesn't have any money just gets the money back off the pimp like, although at the end of the episode it did state that she had left a pimp and she was now a freelancer so yeah and the yeah. pimp had uh, got sentenced for prostitution yeah well yeah. prostituting yeah yeah I, I thought it was pretty pretty harrowing Again. Did you, did you, I've got to admit, I didn't enjoy it as much this week as the, the one before. It felt a bit pointless and wandering to me, this one. You're right. do, do you know what I mean? They didn't seem to actually drive at any kind of point with this one, other than just let them be on camera doing the thing. Like. I, I don't think you can really have a bad Louis Theroux documentary, though. I think, yeah. like, 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 a, like I think I said last week, this series for me isn't particularly 
coming up in anywhere near my favourite Louis Farouk series or shows before, but I still think I still think they're good documentaries. They're still worth looking at. No, I oh, I, de- oh, yeah, I, I, they're I, definitely good. Like that. yeah, I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah. I don't know if this is just being like I'm just do you know where, where you enjoy something, but then obviously when it's not as good, you, I, you shit all over it. But technically, it's still good. No, no, yeah. no. I, I don't deny it. it's good. It's, it is. It was a good episode, but like I'm comparing it to the first episode. So yeah, that, that, yeah, I'm not comparing it to any of the other ones. I'm. I just don't think it was as good as the first one. I, I, I'm still comparing it to all the other ones where the. Um, Remember when he went to the one with all the paedophiles and they were all in, like, this hospital? Yeah, I did see that it was one. Yeah. That, that one, and then there's the, all the older series where it was... Was it Louis Theroux's Weird Weekends? Yeah, Weird Weekends, yeah. Like the porn one and stuff. Like, some of them were just mad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I, I'm, I I compare it to them sometimes when I shouldn't, really. Yeah, yeah. should just look at it on its own merit. Just going off on a bit of, ta- bit of a tangent with that. The no context Louis Theroux page on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it's on Twitter as well. The, on yeah. Twitter as well. Yeah. We've all seen this, haven't we? <clears throat> One issue I've got though, the episode from the brain in, the, the the clip from the brain injuries episode, where there's a young lad who's it's had a bad g- accident. Very give it to Lucas or something. It's to do with what football team is supporting. Oh, this, is oh, one, is oh, this is one of my favourite quotes ever. This, if well, you're going to say. The thing yeah. that I like, the, the no context page picked up on it, and kind of said like, look how funny this. Is, this is with no context. And it's the brain injury guy saying, uh, oh, support Arsenal, we're going to win the league this year. And he's like, did he support Arsenal before or after the brain injury? But <laughs> it's not a case of no, no context. I feel in the actual episode, he was that was a joke. That you was know what a I mean? joke. Like, no, that was, yeah. So I don't know why they're, I, they're, they're pushing it as if like, oh, out of context, this is really <clears> funny. It's like, no, it's really funny in context as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's just one little issue I just want No, that, that's that's one of my favourite Lou like quotes. Yeah, I, I think he meant that as a joke. Yeah. yeah it's just the way he probably does it. I was like, did you support Arsenal before or after the brain injury? It's like... Yeah. Yeah. Totally deadpan. <laughs> it's amazing. He's always doing that, though. He's always cracking little snide yeah. jokes. Like, I think so. If you looked at Lou Fru from a different angle, he's a really bad person. Like he's just he's just constantly like just taking the mick where he can. Like on this latest episode, it's definitely like. Oh, sorry, go on. Sorry, I was I was gonna say on this latest episode when he's talking to the woman who met the trucker, right? Oh, the uh, the the black woman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, the she's like she was prostituting and he ended up like sleeping with her and that. Oh, this um, Jax was it? I can't remember his name. His name was Jax. Maybe your memory was fresher than mine, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, where he basically square up asks him, uh, ask her uh, in front of him, are you are you playing him? Like, yeah, you know, are you hustling? She and- gives like an excuse to him to the to the trucker. And Lou's like, do you believe her? Yeah. <laughs> just, just stood right there. Yeah, but then later on in the episode, he literally he squares up, square up, asks her when he's not there, and he was right. She was hustling, mm. and it was you know like yeah. he you know he. That's how he gets the story in it. Yeah. That, just... That's what I love about Louis. Like you mentioned before about the little comments, it's all false sincerity, and that's what, yeah, that's what oh, gets I... in the info kind of thing. Oh. Did, I did... think it's real sincerity, me. Do you think so? I, I think he's playing a character almost. Oh, I like I like both ideas. I like I... the idea of him being sincere and the idea where he's take, he's doing it in it not a sly way, but like a false sincerity as well. I, I think it's nowadays a there's a lot more sincere than he used to be. He's become a lot more serious now, hasn't he? The yeah, old, yeah. The, the weird weekend and stuff. He was definitely yeah. on those episodes, just you know, being <laughs> false and sincere to them and just playing along with what their delusions kind of thing. I, that's it, though, isn't it? Like as the show has got more serious, like Louis Theroux's documentaries have got more and more out there, like yeah. dark. Yeah, the, I think the sincerity's probably become more real. 
because if you go back and look at the UFO ones, <laughs> yeah, stuff like, like that. It's, it's, he's, he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah. All right. On this can episode, I, I just, oh, sorry, he does it again on this episode though with a pimp, doesn't he? You know, in the prison yeah, cell. Yeah. He's talking to him and he's just, <laughs> he's just being so cheeky to him and stuff. It's like, <laughs> what? You can't say that. I know he's behind glass, but he's, he's a fucking convicted criminal. Yeah. <laughs> Some yeah. of the things he was saying, I, I, I can't think of anything he was saying. I, I, so bad at quotes but um like I, I was sat there going you can't say that like what you do <laughs> but to be fair the pimp wasn't saying anything better back was he <laughs> no um, what, what was his, what was one of the things one of the, one of the ones was when louis was like um what if she left would you give her any money and he was like yeah and he was like how much nothing <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah I, I, I like the episode so just one last thing on it on the current episode one thing, I, I don't know if it's just me looking into it too much, but I feel like there's an element of acting going on with the uh, the subject matter. That Nikki, the 37-year-old prostitute, I swear, like there's one bit when she lost the money and the pimp was fuming at her. I just think she was hoping Louis would bail her out or something. This, this is the exact thought that came to my head. <clears> it crossed my I, mind, yeah. I, I, like, she, she's just hoping Louis is going to give her more money. She was hustling Louis, wasn't she? Yeah. Um, I thought he was going to give her some money. I did, like, I did. Yeah. And like I, in the last episode, there was the, that Kalita girl who I just felt like she thought this was a, a 15 minutes of fame kind of thing. Or was it, there's a camera crew following me around. This is amazing. Yeah. Uh, See, like last episode, I felt there was a lot of actors in there. Yeah. I, I genuinely thought she was uh, that 37 year old prostitute. I thought she was quite genuine for the most part. Do you know when she was like um, getting upset about like family members, uh, a family member dying and stuff? I thought, I thought, oh, I actually kind of think she's being truthful here yeah. like i say I've, I've like there's a girl in the heroin episode i thought she was definitely acting as like I, she's here just for a five minutes <laughs> of fame. that's all she's there for yeah. um but in this episode like i thought she was being genuine apart from then when uh i thought she was like she's definitely hostling louis here to, to just get yeah. a few, like what was it 250 dollars or something I think so, yeah. yeah i was like imagine if louis gives it that mm. <laughs> Yeah. On camera, Louis giving money to a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> There's one bit when like he goes into like a motel room with her, and like, and just before he like is about to close the door, he just gives his look to the camera. And was, yeah. it, made, it made me laugh a bit. Just some of the looks he gives to the camera and stuff, it's so good. Um, all right, let's move on. Did we watch The Apprentice this week, John? Or have you not I did. It yeah, Nick, you're not a fan, though, are you? But well, I also half watched this episode. I went to the pub. On Wednesday, on you know, drink because work night. Um, <laughs> but I went to the pub and it was on in silence. And I was watching it, and they all look like a bunch of idiots. Oh, they are, yeah, they are. They're, they're, like, they're, like, all of them just and, and in silence. I don't know if it's this way, not in silence, but they all looked like they were acting. They it didn't look like a genuine people, they, they looked they look like they were actors. I called them characters last week. Well, I, I think that's what they are. I think they are characters. And this is from me watching maybe five, ten minutes of it in a pub in silence. Yeah, they're not actually actors. Right? I think they are. No, the, these these people exist in real life. We know a few people like this who, if they went on The Apprentice, you'd be like, this isn't a real person. <laughs> yeah. like, everybody knows people who would could go on that show and act like that. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they were doing robots this week. Yeah. Uh, building, programming their own robots. Some of that was really bad like bad planning bad it, it was i mean that the uh the like the board they made to sell the uh the, <laughs> the, the jeffrey simon board jeffrey simon board with spam <laughs> grammatical errors on it and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that 
Yeah. So, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, awful. Yeah. Um, programming a, a robot to say hi, my name is Jeffrey, and then calling it Simon. Yeah, we'll just change it to Simon. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Just, just, just one bit. Uh, with the girls' team when they were working on the robot and coming up with like a name for it, I can't think of the, the lady's name, but there's one girl who wanted to be project manager that week who didn't get it. She was like, we need a name like Shrek or Eat, you know, one syllable, quick, quick, quick fire name, quick fire, quick fire. And Jade English, the, the project leader, was like, okay, let's just shut up for a second <laughs> and think of a name. Yeah. <laughs> just shot her down and they came up with Ebot. And she was like, yeah, yeah. let's go with Ebot. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of bad blood in that team. Oh, women in. That was like, my question for you. Who side are you on in the Siobhan, Sarah kind of fallout? Sarah was the go- she's the goofy one, isn't she? Siobhan's the one who's always negative. Well, the- oh, sorry. First of all, it was Elizabeth Siobhan. Elizabeth's the goofball, and Siobhan hates her. Being, right, yeah, yeah. Quite rightly, because she's a Siobhan. Goofball. Siobhan's the one who's always mo- moaning. Isn't always she? moaning. Yeah. Like, and she was moaning during this task, but I think she made. I think she was right to moan a lot of the time. They were shit. <laughs> you know oh. what I mean? And then in the car, they had like this meltdown where Sarah was like. Uh, Saying, oh, you're no competition for me. You're no competition for me. And you're always moaning negative. And, like, it just seemed like a real, like, office moment, you know, like, kind of thinking, imagine David Brent saying kind of thing, you know, like, oh, you're no competition for me. <laughs> yeah. So, well, she is, because she's on the show. <laughs> <laughs> she's literally competition. Yeah. Uh, is Sarah the one with brown hair? Yeah, the one who was the project manager in week one, I think it was. Right, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh... And she was moaning. She was moaning about the fact that Siobhan was moaning, and it just became this big negative, like... Yeah, Siobhan for, me is, <laughs> Siobhan for me is in the wrong. Do you think so? I, yeah. I think a lot of her complaints were right. She was really negative about it, but... She, like, Sarah, the other one, made it personal against Siobhan. Well, Siobhan wasn't being personal about it. She was just saying, these ideas are all shit. Yeah. You know, they're all, you're all shit. <laughs> See, for me, I think the wrong person went this week. Who do you think should have gone? The I can't remember her name, but the project manager. The one who... Oh, Michaela, for the boys. Uh, yes. The one who moved over, Michaela. Yes. See, I quite like her, just the fact she's a bit down to earth. And she's from Bolton, I think, by the sound of it, so... Oh, wow, so she's from the northwest. Local girl, yeah. Local. Hardly local, Bolton. <laughs> Bolton. Um, no, for, for me, it should have been her. Like, really? I mean, she I'm, was crap. I mean, I know they got rid of the guy who called who got called Tory boy. Oh, that like, revolting yeah. Tory specimen. Yeah, yeah, get, get, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, he's, you know, he was a creature, but, yeah. like, for, for she should have went, because... That that poster and change oh, the name a, like that. Yeah. That's abysmal. That you can't abysmal. do that. Uh, one thing I did like about her, she she kind of sold herself short, I think. The bit when Alan Sugar was saying to her, why didn't you do the other task, pitching it to the companies? And she was like, oh, well, I'm just not confident. When the answer really was, she's better at face-to-face selling. Yeah. And that's why she went on the street selling, selling the toy robots and did really well with that. Yeah. Why didn't she say that? But she was like, oh, I'm not confident enough. I was like, what? <laughs> you on TV? You're the apprentice. <laughs> yeah, that, that for me was a sort of damsel. Oh, yeah. look at me moment. Please don't fire me. <laughs> like, uh, last point on The Apprentice. I can't remember her name. It's the, it's the goofball. Elizabeth. The, yeah, yeah. It was uh, when she's doing the pitch and he's like, so why are you selling a thousand of these? And she just goes, just a nice round number. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> just, I forgot just, about that. No research, just just a nice round number. Yeah. Oh. Want to buy a thousand of them? <laughs> just amazing. We were talking in work. She's one of those people that she'll go under the radar, getting away with all this goofball behaviour, until she's forced to be project manager. Then she'll be gone. Yeah. <laughs> Straight away. <laughs> uh, at the moment, from the limited amount that you've seen some of the people, you've seen a lot of her, and I, I quite like her. Because she's just a complete goof. Which is funny. Like, I like that. Um, I'm still sticking by James White to win. He's my prediction. Okay. All right. Yep. 
All right, let's move on from The Apprentice. Um, I wanted to talk about The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, so The Simpsons hasn't been good for a long time, but it used to be great. Um, they're doing a, I think it's this Sunday in America. Oh, sorry, last Sunday in America. <laughs> since we're recording before the ill air, but we'll, it'll be, this episode will be out after it's heard. But um, they're doing a mockumentary on that famous episode 25 years ago of the baseball team and yeah. how Homer got struck by lightning and he had that magical bat. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, basically they're doing a mockumentary on whether the bat was like a magic, magic bat <laughs> um, and how the Springfield, what did they call them? The Springfield. Isotopes. The, yeah, was it the Springfield Isotopes? Is that right? Yeah, it is, isn't it? So how they got so far in the league and all that. Yeah. Um, but they're doing a mockumentary on it where all these baseball players are like doing interviews and all sorts. But it's also speaking to people like Carl, <laughs> but as the Simpsons character, like just going, oh, Carl, what did you think of the... The isotopes run and all this. When you um, say mockumentary, it's like going to be animated. It's going to be in the Simpsons world. And... From the trailer I looked at, it was like going to be half real people interviews. Really? And yeah, yeah. So it, it's real, like the baseball players talking about what happened on the episode. But then it'll cut through to like Homer sat on his couch talking about his run with the team like yeah. years earlier. Is this, um, is this going to be... Uh... A Simpsons episode. I think the way it's working is it's going to be an hour-long special and then it's going to be the baseball game afterwards or whatever. And then the, that night they're, they're uh, premiering the latest House of... You know the Halloween episodes? Oh, yeah. yeah. The Three yeah. House, House of Horrors. Of Horrors yeah. Yeah. So they're going to be... So it's not actually going to be an episode. It's just going to be a special I think it's going to be a special on the same night as the new Halloween show. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I want to watch that. I want to see what it's like. I, I'd love the idea of that. I hope they cover the whole controversy over Daryl Strawberry's sideburns. That's one of like the best moments in one of the best episodes of The Simpsons. So like, they've, they've got to bring it up. Like Mr. Burns has been nagging him the whole show. Get rid of those sideburns. <laughs> he comes out at the end with like no hair on the side <laughs> yeah. of his head. They're still like, Strawberry, get rid of those sideburns. <laughs> Mr. Burns, I don't know what you think sideburns are. but <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the name of the one who fell into like that portal? Like he went into like a tent and he just fell forever. Um, one of the oh, baseball players. God. I have to get him on and like yeah. <laughs> just get him to talk about where he's been. Oh, that episode is so good. <laughs> yeah, I like. I think. Oh, yeah, the Wall Street Journal. I think I read on. Um, I don't read that generally, but it, there was the other thing on there where it was the top five Simpsons episodes ever, like the most essential ones. That was one of them. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Like, I want to go back and watch a lot of Simpsons. I was on. Um, I was on Facebook earlier. Um, I don't really like talking about Facebook, but. Um, <laughs> There was a compilation video of old Simpsons clips, but it was six minutes of Homer, like, you know, having conversations with his brain <laughs> and like, they're just the best. Um, yeah. So I, I like one of them that's on there. It's the quote from the Mr. Plow episode. So he's just crashed his car and it's been pulled away. He's got the insurance guy like outside, outside saying, uh, now this place you were at, Moe's, is this a business of, of some sort? And then Homer's brain says, don't tell him you were at a bar. <laughs> He's like, well, what else is open at night? And then Homer says to the guy, he goes, it's a pornography store. <laughs> I was buying pornography. <laughs> it's just the best. Oh. Um, oh yeah, I've got another one of the quotes as well. This is a show. Um, Mr. Burns like opens up some secret chamber in his room and then <laughs> the wall like slides up and there's Homer sat on the chair eating like a sandwich. <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> 
Mr. Burns goes, Mr. Burns goes, who the devil are you? Oh. And uh, Homer's uh, brain goes, don't panic, just come up with a good story. And Homer <laughs> goes, my name is Mr. Burns. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's classic Simpsons moments. Like, some of those shows, like, they're, oh, those so moments are so well written. Can I just jump on that? Like, another classic yeah. bit for me was an, was an episode where Mr. Burns doesn't know who Homer is, and Homer is driving him mad at the fact that he can't remember his name. So he resorts in the end to like graffiti and all over his walls in the office. I am Homer Simpson. I am Homer Simpson. Mr. Burns walks in and catches him doing it and goes, who the devil are you? (laughs) (laughs) What a show. We need to do a show one week on the Simpsons. Oh, we should definitely pick out an episode or something. Oh, yes. That'd be so good. Oh, I'd love that. Or the movie. Uh, I've never watched the movie. You've never watched the movie? Oh, no, oh my never, god! The one with the pig. I've never heard John go so high pitched. <laughs> this with Spider Pig or whatever. Spider I, Pig, yeah. It's not as good as the the, the very best of the TV show. But it's definitely worth it good, watching. Though? It's funny, like you know, it's right, really okay. good. Well, I'll give that a watch. Oh, we should point. definitely do that one week. Yeah, all right. Let's yep. do it. Let's do it one week. Let's we'll let's get Antichrist out of the way next week <laughs> before we go on to the Simpsons. This is going to be the this is going to be the Halloween special, isn't it? Antichrist. Yeah, yeah. doing it the week after that then. <clears throat> Yeah, I reckon so. Let's do. Let's 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 put it in the diary now. Definitely week after, but double bill. Antichrist and the Simpsons movie. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. Um, has anyone got any other TV stuff? I've got a couple other things. No, I think I'm done. Got any TV in there, or shall I carry on? I've got nothing. Right. I don't really watch much. Uh, I wanted to bring up Mind Hunter, which is on Netflix, which. None of us have watched yet. I will. All three of us have heard really good things. I, yeah. I will say I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, yeah, it sounds amazing. This year. I, yeah, I'm. I'm. I really want to get on it. Um, Do you know anything about it? I know that it's a slow moving crime sort of drama, which it uses real life. Well, an inspiration. I've got no spoilers because I've not seen it. But from what I've what I've been told, anyway, like. It, I, 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 well, personally, I first, I expect it to be, you know, a kind of another cop drama where they're gonna go and like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they're gonna um, CSI or something. Yeah, like. CSI kind of thing where they, where where they're trying to like like find out who who killed this this weird body that they found. Um, but it's apparently it's not like that. They're just kind of going around different police stations and they're kind of giving like talks on like. Uh, like psychopathy, I think it is. Psychopathy. Psychopathy, yeah. whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and like when they're on the way to the different police stations, they'll stop off at like a prison and they'll just talk to like a, a serial killer. And like you say, I think these serial killers are actual real serial killers out there. Um, like I was told about, I'm not going to tell you what it is. I don't want to spoil anything, but I was told about one of the serial killers today that they, they, they spoke to and, it just sounds mental. And and the idea that this guy is like a real person that did this to real people, it just blows my mind. And I can't, I really want to watch this. I'm, I'm really excited to watch it. Yeah. I think I'll definitely get on to a few episodes this week. Yeah. I think we all should, to be honest, and we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. I'm up for that for, for next yeah. week. Yep. Let's park that one there for now, then we'll get yeah, on to next week. Um, <clears throat> want to talk about some games? Is that all right? Yeah, yeah I'm um, it, yep. Street Fighter Five Arcade has been announced. Which, if you follow Street Fighter, which I've only really started doing sort of recently, I've only ever bought one Street Fighter game, and that was Ultra Street Fighter 4, because when Street Fighter 5 came out, yeah, um, I was like, 
I'm not going to buy that because it looks a mess, but I'll go buy the last complete game they made, which was that Ultra Street Fighter 4 edition. That, that was the issue. I bought Street Fighter 5 when it came out. And like I say, it played, played great, played amazingly well, but it's just there's no game there. You it was, know, it was no like content. An, like. Yeah, there was no yeah. content to the game, was there? Yeah. It's, it's, that was the most... One of the most ramshackle sort of releases I've ever seen. Yeah. Where they, they turned an entire community, not an entire, they, they turned the majority of the community against them. Yeah. Like, it was such a shambolic release. It it just wasn't good at all. Yeah. Um. When 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 Tekken gets released every year, there's it's always got loads of content in it. It's one of the reasons why I like Tekken. Street Fighter, though, yeah. They're releasing the arcade edition, that's what they're calling it, but this is basically going to be Street Fighter Five, but the actual version of Street Fighter Five that should have been released, that's what I'm gleaning from yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. So it's going to have all the like extra like DLC on it. It's going to have the, the extra modes that weren't there on the original game. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll have a look at that, definitely, but I'm not going to dive into it unless unless I'm, I'm certain they've not fucked the fans over again, because <laughs> yeah. that's how it looked the first time. And I was never a Street Fighter fan, but looking in from the outside, that's how it looked. Were you, were you a Street Fighter fan? Yeah, I've always really liked Street Fighter, did, but you've kind of covered my issue with it there. Did the, you feel like you were fucked over with that? I mean, I didn't. I'm, I'm not that bothered about... I still played it online loads, just the online verses, but uh, the issue for it for me is that you always know that if you buy a Street Fighter game, six months to a year down the line, another version of this game will be out. It'll be a load better kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like where, you know, you're always waiting for a better version of the same game kind of thing. Uh, like you mentioned, it gets ridiculous. It's like Ultra Street Fighter Five Arcade X Plus Alpha. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Just, just give me a version of the game that, that I can play, you know, like yeah. stop, stop bringing out a new version every six months kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's the way they market it, isn't it? It's yeah. just, you know, I don't... It's a bit too overboard. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's you're trying to rinse the fans of the game like, yeah. as much as possible. Mm. Um, which was, like you mentioned that Street Fighter, Street Fighter 5 release was a bit of a shambles because they knew themselves they had no game there they just released the bare bones of what would pass as a video game I think all you could do was play 1v1 and online that was it I heard they were With like, like 12 fighters or something <laughs> I, I thought this was a rumour so I can't confirm whether this was actually the case but I heard they rushed that out to try and get it ready for the latest sort of Fighting circuits, you know, for the it competitions. To coincide with the uh, the arcade release and stuff. Once, yeah, like, but there was a new arcade version out or something like. So. That's 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 so wrong. Cynical, yeah. Yeah, like it's just a cynical release of a game to yeah. that's not finished to get it to coincide with something else. It's just. But I did the same thing on PS3. I bought Street Fighter Four, then like six months later, the Street Fighter Ultra Street Fighter Four. I was like, great. <laughs> See, like I've like I bought Ultra Street Fighter Four, and there's loads of content in that. Mm. Like I've I've enjoyed playing that. Yeah, but <laughs> if I'd have bought Street Fighter Four when that first came out, I'd have had half the content. Probably yeah. probably not as little as five to this new arcade version, but yeah, um, yeah. okay. Um, right, I've been playing. The only game I've really put any time in this week is I've been playing the Game of Thrones game. Um, I've played the first two episodes in the past. And then stop playing it because there was no other episodes out. You replayed them, or? yeah. So I'm, I've replayed them. Um, I what? Uh, they were free on PSN recently. Yeah. Yeah. Did you so, did you download the entire game that time? Uh, the first time. Uh, when it was free, sorry. Yes. So I got the full full thing, and yeah, I think it's good. It's. I, I think I'm. I got about as far as you. I think I've completed the first two and got about halfway through the third episode. And I, I I I loved it. I don't know why I didn't go back. To be honest, well, I I loved it the first time and then didn't go back. But this time I'm I'm midway through part four. 
Why are you actually? Yeah, so it's good. I'm, I'm, I am actually enjoying it. It's. I feel sometimes that the decisions don't really mean anything because that's the sign of a telltale game. Yeah. Like, as much <clears throat> as Wolf Among Us is, is one of my favourite games of the last few years, but, you know, it's it's telltale of a way with games, don't they? Yeah. They're, either, they're either glitchy, they're not perfect. I don't have a problem with it, but... No, I don't myself, but you mentioned there about choice or the lack of choice. The end of episode one of Game of Thrones has a big shocking ending to it. Yeah. And I was like, well, that, that is good. But I went back to see if you can change it and you can't. And that will always no, yeah. happen no matter what you do. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. You are stuck down this linear path. They're just trying to create the illusion of choice, you know, going yeah. through it again. I will say, though, that, that ending to that first episode was really well done. Yeah. So I'm fine with a game with the illusion of choice because you'll get a few little tiny cutscenes or slightly different parts to it. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's actually, it's worth, it's really worth playing. If you're a fan of Game of Thrones, it's definitely something you should have played by now. Does it fit in between Sims 4 and 5? Something like that. Something like is, that, yeah. 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 Around, yeah. Around that time in the series anyway, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, um, on this one, Daenerys was about to go into Marine. Mm. Well, so it takes I, place before that. I feel, I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like, on the thing, you're kind of stood on the outside while Joffrey's dying. You, uh, you, yeah. you, the the purple wedding happens. Yeah, and yeah, yeah you you don't see it, but you are on the side. You're on the sidelines, yeah. aren't you? So, yeah. so is that between four and five? That was series four. So the end of four. Well, halfway through four. Oh, so it's it's actually, it's actually earlier than I thought. It's actually yeah, in season four that it takes place. Okay, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. To be uh, yeah, um, like you got one of your characters up at the wall. That's that's always interesting. Yeah. The character involved with the purple wedding, is that the handmaiden? Yeah, it is. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 yeah, so you, you end up running away yeah. and yeah, go into Tyrion's room to you, go you... look for something. But this is it. You go and find like a decree. I don't know if you this is a spoiler, but you go find a decree which will help your family. Oh, you, as the handmaiden, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like you go get it, it's from Tyrion's desk because Tyrion basically says, you can go get it if you want it. It's this, well, sorry, he didn't say go get it if you want it, but he says it's on my desk. You have to get it, don't you? Though, after he's been basically shipped to is it yeah. Marine he's going? Yeah, yes, uh, yeah. like you have to, you have to uh get it after he's already been shipped yeah. off, don't you? So, you well, so well, well, you grab it and then you've got two things you get a choice and you either send it or burn it. And I was like, fuck it, I bet everyone sends it. I was like, I'm just gonna burn it, <laughs> like, <laughs> let's just get rid of this because I was thinking. It can't change anything that drastically, as I've just said. Like nothing really changes that drastically. Um, but yeah, as far as Telltale games go, I think it's a good one. I mean, you've spoke about the Wolf Among Us. Yes. Um, obviously, Game of Thrones. Like, is there any other ones like your Telltale games you like? Because like, obviously, there's big ones. There's The Walking Dead. The Walking oh, yeah. Dead. I really enjoyed. Did you play I, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's it's like a playable comic, isn't it? It's so I, I've enjoyed it. There's um, obviously Jurassic Park and Back to the Future and that kind of thing. Jurassic Park's not one that I've played. I've never played it, but I know that was that, that was one of the first ones. It's meant wasn't to be it? garbage, yeah. The Jurassic it, yeah. Park. I never played it myself, but um, you mentioned the Borderlands one. I've got that next on my list after Game of Thrones. Yeah, because I like the with the with the Telltale games, you can kind of box off an an episode in two to three hours, you know. So, and that's by doing everything as well at the same time. So after this one, get Borderlands on the Borderland, go. Yeah. Uh, I think that's only four episodes as well. Is oh, it? really? I think it's four or five, I think. Yeah, Game of Thrones is six, isn't it, I think? Yes, yeah. I think it's the longest one. I'm yeah. sure Walking Dead, Wolf Among Us, I'm sure they were probably only four five. or five, aren't they? Yeah. Five, I think. Uh, the best one I've played is the Batman one, the Batman series one. 
I don't uh, think I've played that one yet. It's amazing that one. Uh, I'm well, waiting for that to be free. Like the Telltale stuff. <laughs> yeah, wait for that to be <laughs> Yeah, that one's really good, and they've just released series two, uh, Batman: The Enemy Within. All right. Okay. Which I believe is really good as well. It's like a different take on Batman. They do their own spin on it, and it, it it's really good. Yeah. Do, do you think Telltale get a bad rep? I think they do because there's not much. I mean, we Game. spoke about it in work. I remember, remember we spoke to Cassie about it a while ago, and she was like, "Oh, I hate it. It's rubbish. You're just walking around pointing at stuff." And it's like, "Yeah, that's the game. <laughs> like, you know, like it's the story that you, you, you get invested yeah, in, yeah. into. You know what I mean?" And yeah, that's... I'm sure, John, maybe John or something was saying like he hated it as well. Or oh, really? There was somebody else saying they didn't it's, like it's it. basically an interactive story, isn't it? Yeah, and I, that's I, why. Sorry, Nick. Um, that's why I like The Wolf Among Us because I enjoy the story of that. I've got the first Fables comic that it's it's based off. It's it's you get invested in the story, and like with the Wolf Among Us, it was like all these weird versions of fairy tale characters, and I was like, I'm bang into this. Well, I, I get more into the, the the story rather than like the gameplay. Uh, like 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 I've said before, Life Life is Strange is one of my favourite games, and that's not because it's fucking full of action packed um, scenes. It's because <coughs> I, I, I'm proper it's invested in the story. Like, there, there's, there's things in that game which are real choices. Exactly. I know, and it's not so much the. I know uh, it's not like an. I'm sure a lot of it is illusion of choice, but especially the ending. Yeah, yeah, like there is two complete. I know it's easy to get the ending completely different because there's no repercussions. I know what you mean, but, but the are the, completely different. The fact <laughs> yeah. that you can get two massively different endings, like yeah, what a game! Yeah. Life is strange. I'm sure we talk about that like every so often. We we do bring it up often, but like I, I, I don't know if you we, liked we, it as much as us. Did you, John? I, mean, but, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as you guys. But, but like but. that to me is put that that's it's probably it, if if. if I, I can't decide if I want it to be my favourite game ever, but it's definitely my top five, without I, a doubt. I, I mentioned on a recent show that I need to put a list together of my top ten games ever. Life is Strange is definitely in there. I just don't know how high up the list it is yet. Mine's but, definitely within the top five games. Like. Yeah. You know what, though? I think we could do an episode on that, maybe. Life top ten strange. games. Life is Strange. Oh, Life is Strange. So much to talk about in that first oh, series. Yeah. That... And... and I mean, while while we're on Life is Strange, um, the second episode has just been <coughs> released. I've not actually had a chance to. Sorry, I should should mention this is actually the Before the Storm yep. um, game, and um, the second episode of that has uh, been released. I've not actually had a chance to play it yet, but um, I'm so ready. I'm 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 ready to cry my eyes out at that <laughs> ending. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I I absolutely love Life is Strange, and I just yeah. Cool. All right. Um, Just one last thing: if Telltale are listening, do a Twin Peaks game. Get in touch. Oh my God! With David Lynch, do Twin Peaks. Oh my God, shout. that needs to Series happen. Series four. <laughs> yeah. That genuinely <laughs> needs to happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's a great shout. That. Yeah. Um, you could, Telltale though, like they could do a game on loads of different things. Like, yeah, I mean, when they've done Minecraft, haven't they? And. Oh, I've not played them, that, but yeah. I'm um, sure they're fully mean, good. You know, um, that's just released its second season, hasn't yeah. it? I was going to say this: like, there's two series of that, two of Batman already, four of The Walking Dead. Like, why is there only one of Game of Thrones? You'd have thought they'd have wanted to keep. I feel those with out, Game but... of Thrones, like, because like they're obviously trying to keep everything under wraps. Maybe they, yeah. they probably need to uh, be a bit okay, more careful. Okay, everything with a uh, HBO. Yeah, and stuff, they need yeah. to be a lot more careful with everything they do with that. Yeah, probably. It's probably more trouble than it's worth for them to like work around the show exactly. plotline. So yeah. may- maybe at the end of uh, this next season that's coming up next year, they'll be able to release just just a whole like a side thing. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I'm, like you mentioned, the, how some of them have got multiple seasons. Wolf Among Us has only got one. But one a second season did get announced for that a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. So I've been sat there waiting. 
for years now for that is it not, season two. Is, is it is it coming out then? Yeah. Is it, I remember the last I heard it was definitely going ahead. So I'm I'm still hoping. I've got to admit there's one achievement I've not got from the Wolf Among Us. There's something you've got to do. You can either you can either pick something up or not pick it up and you get achievements either way. And I've got to go back and do the other thing to get the full set of achievements from it. Yeah. But I really enjoyed Wolf Among Us. That was good. Cool. All right. Um, I just wanted to talk one last game before we move on to Eden Lake. Yep. Bloodborne. Yep. I want to play it again. I don't know why, though. Because... It is an amazing game, but it's just that the time commitment it's going to be to play yeah. that. I spent a week to get through, like, the first level. <laughs> I remember yeah. playing it. Like, that, that week it came out, I hammered it every night of that week. Finally defeated Father Gascoigne after a week of playing it. And it was just too intense. <laughs> I, I think I think I'm like probably probably these days slightly above average uh, in terms of like being any good at games. Bloodborne for me, I just I just it's too much commitment. Like I the first time I played it, I had my mate over. We got right up to what was his name, Father Gascoigne. Yeah, like I couldn't do that on my own because I didn't know where it was going, what it was doing. But I kind of just appreciate the game because. It, you know what it is it's like mechanically it, it's it's a good game yeah the fact it's it's hard i don't think should be a benefit for it like it doesn't matter if a game game's hard or not yeah but it is an unforgiving game but it's also the art and stuff for it as well like yeah it's such such a stunning looking game that they they took such a departure from dark souls and demon souls like, i was, was gonna say like i played dark souls and like the first thing you come across just annihilates you, and those and from what I've heard, Bloodborne is just essentially the same kind of game. Yes, and like it basically is trying to make you think like right, you're gonna die unless you're extremely smart about everything you do here. And and but the, the funny thing is, with Bloodborne is the point of it is to to die almost. You yeah. have to die to come back with more XP to then get past the bit you just died at. Do you, do you know what I mean? You've, hey, like, you get more XP for dying? Not so much XP. Like you get like more... When you die, you can then come back and go to the spot you died at and pick up everything you just had with like, uh, but like it's like times two or something like that. Uh, but you, you you get more... Not souls, that's demon souls. Isn't it? What do you get on Bloodborne? I can't is it blood know. vials? Something is that, like that, maybe. Is that demon yeah. souls? <laughs> maybe. Um, but you get more... Every time you die, you get more of something when you come back. It, it, like, it's it's a mental concept because, like, honestly, like, I, I, I'm not, I've not got the patience to do it myself. I, I bought uh, Dark Souls 1, I think it was, on Xbox 360 a few years ago. And, like I said, I died at the first boss, but I think at the first boss in that game, like, it's a <clears> cutscene and you're supposed to die and then you carry on after that. After that, though, like, literally everything you come across is just a fucking giant spider or some shit, mm. um, which you die at within two hits. And unless you're ridiculously... Let me say that again. Unless you're ridiculously smart, um, you're going to die within a hit or two. And, I, like I said, I've not got the patience to do it myself. I think the At all. I think the boss design, both mechanically and artistically, is always great though in those games. Like there's yeah. some really oh, strangely thought up things. Like some of that yeah. stuff is nightmarish in that yeah. game. Uh, there's a bit with giant crows that look like they're dead on the floor. They're just lying on the floor. Yeah, with I've got off that, yeah. You walk up to them and just start flapping at you. They can't fly properly, but they just jump at you along the floor and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> and have you seen the, the demonic pig thing, the giant demonic pig in a tunnel yet? Oh, the weird thing is you can you can completely avoid this to get to Father Gascoigne. Yeah. There's like there's three routes to get to Father Gascoigne, and I went all the way around to get like as much XP or whatever yeah. it's called as possible. And there's a giant tunnel, 
and you start off at the front of it and look down at it, there's something coming towards you and it's just a giant demonic pig. <laughs> yeah, I've, I think I've seen it. Yeah, and you um, can kind of like cheat kill it. You can go like up over the tunnel, get into the tunnel from behind and just like whack it in the bum. <laughs> just kill it. <laughs> uh, I, I watched a video once of someone speed running Bloodborne and I think they, they basically cut out about 15 hours of the game by there's an exploit where if you do if you double jump in this corner of a wall you can jump over and it basically get takes you deep into the forest but straight from the like the city oh. at the start so it's like literally 10 minutes into the game you can you can get straight into the forest and that that <laughs> if you run in the right just direction ask, like if you're skipping 15 hours of the game just with that jump <clears throat> what when you die instantly well this is it like you can just run and like you can run all the way through okay you can't yeah that, like I the 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 sort of speedrun I was watching didn't complete the game, but basically showed you can get to this part of the game which is so distant into it, <laughs> things that I can't even imagine because I was I didn't even get out of the yeah, first yeah. town bit. Yeah, but you, it, it's that game basically opens up, and I still haven't seen much of it, but that game opens up into some really interesting landscapes and different <laughs> schemes, like color schemes and stuff as well, like stuff I've never seen and might never see. Um, it brings me on to, have you heard of Cuphead yet? Yeah, I've still not played it yet, but... That, that's a game that's, like, notoriously difficult. It's came out recently, but... Yeah. That's a game based on, is it, like, 1920s animation? Like Mickey Mouse cartoons, yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, old animation, but there's been people who've um, been getting converters and playing that game through an old 1920s, like, 1930s TV. Right. Which <laughs> sounds, like, quite quite amazing. Have you seen it, Nick? I haven't, have you no. not? It's basically, if you imagine that old Mickey Mouse animation... It's like a steamboat Mickey, isn't it, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, so it's like... The way it shakes about all the time. <laughs> These little cupheads do it, don't But it's, it's that in 60 frames per second, which mm -hmm. is, like, quite an achievement, I think, because it didn't used to be, obviously, that many frames, whereas now they're animating it, and it looks it looks so, like, Spot true... On, like, yeah. True to the old style of cartoon, but it's just notoriously difficult. The yeah. boss battles are really hard. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I want to play that, but I won't be very good at it. <laughs> um, can I just jump back to Bloodborne for a second? Yes, like yeah. One thing you mentioned, it's like an old school hardcore game, like back in the 80s and 90s, but I like the fact that the glitches on the game are almost intentional. It feels yeah. like they've put them in there intentionally. I, I killed Father Gascoigne with a glitch. I just kind of got him trapped behind a, a tombstone in the cemetery and just kept on whacking him. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it felt like it's almost like they put it there intentionally to do like that. You know what I mean? You like can you can do. find that well, to do well, it. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. I feel like they, they want you to be smart. <clears throat> they want you to find these things in order yeah. to... That's what I feel like those get. That's what I feel like those games are actually doing, kind of thing. This is what I like is the idea. We called it a really good mechanical game, and then just talked about glitches. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Uh, let's let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about Eden Lake. Right, we're back. Are we? We are. <laughs> um, Eden Lake's our film. Eden, <clears throat> Sorry, mate. <laughs> Eden Lake is our film this week. Yep. Um, synopsis. During a romantic weekend getaway, a young couple confront... Con Not even had a drink and I can't even fucking speak. <laughs> do me to do it, Joe? No. <laughs> right. During a romantic weekend getaway, a young couple confronts a gang of youths and suffers brutal consequences. Uh, it's got Michael Fassbender in it. It has. Yep. Yeah, it's from tw 2008. It's got before he was like, you know, the megastar he is now. Kind of yes. Yeah. It's got it's got that kid from uh, this Skins. is England in it. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah that Thomas one. Goose. That guy. Um, I hit, he popped up and I was like, I didn't realize, I forgot he was in it. <laughs> um, and then there's uh, some twats, absolute yep. dickheads. Could you mention a couple of the cast? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, Thomas yeah. Turgoose, as he mentioned, was from all of the This Is England TV show films. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Recently, we all saw him in Game of Thrones in the episode oh, with, we Ed did, with Ed Sheeran. Oh, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, he was a oh, Lannister okay. soldier. Of course yeah. he was, yeah. Yeah, uh, the main uh, hoodie, Chav, whatever you want to call him, Jack O'Connell, he's from Skins, I believe. Is, yeah. I never watched it, but I didn't. Never but watched it also. I didn't, but he was a popular character on it. Yeah, with the fans. It's been I in think. like films like Starred Up, Seventy One, Unbroken, which is by Angelina Jolie. Jo- Mon- Jolie. <laughs> Angelina Jolie. Jolie. It's not Jolie. Let's let's not get into this, guys. Ask what? Roger Ebert if he wasn't dead, he'd confirm it was Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Wait, but it's it's Angelina Jolie. Jolie. <laughs> oh, we'll we, we'll we'll pick this up on another show. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a film verse here. Yeah, Jolie's. Jolie. He was also in Money Monster as well last year, the George Clooney film. Right, I've seen that. Yeah, he was the guy who held him up in the studio. Oh, was he yeah, God, he, he's 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 older now. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. So, two thousand eight, directed by James Watkins, who. A British director has also done like The Descent Part Two, which is nowhere as good as Part One. Nowhere near. Uh, the Woman in Black, starring Harry Potter. But <laughs> that was okay. Da- Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, I yeah. already hate it because Daniel Radcliffe did. So. Oh, one for you, Nick. He uh, he's done an episode of Black Mirror as well recently. Oh, which one? The one where there's a young lad who's caught on webcam, and he has to do whatever's whatever's oh, asked of him. Oh, that, that was a good episode actually. It's called, uh, that, that, that was quite a shocking episode. Yeah, it's called Shut Up and Dance. Another Game of Thrones connection. It had Jerome Flynn in it, who who's a uh, Bron. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did, he did, he right. Yeah, yeah so we uh, directed that. Yeah, so. Oh, that's mental. Yeah. Yeah, do you want to jump into it? He didn't like. Um, yeah, so basically Michael Fassbender and what, what was the name of the Is actress? It Mary Riley, I think. Yeah. Um, they. He takes her to a sort of a quarry that's you know got a lake in it. Yeah, um, he's been there before, hasn't he? You know? He has, like back back in the past. It seems yeah. like he went there with the lads. As the, as yeah, the, well, yeah. Like, he sounded like his dad and his mates. Oh, was it his um, dad? I think it was his dad. And his dad's mates or something. Okay. But yeah. They get there and um, on the radio you hear a little news story about the youths of today. I noticed that. Yeah, because parenting and stuff like that. I know. Yeah, yeah. So like, I've I first watched this film like obviously when it came out. I was trying to think, is this that film? And then when that bit came on the radio at the start of the film, I was like, yeah, this is that film. <laughs> um, so you hear, you hear them moaning about the youths. And yeah, and like the, the lack of parenting, you know, stuff like yeah. that. So they end up getting, they have a drink in a pub, don't they? And they notice that he's about, there's some kid playing up. And See, this bit in the pub confused me. I'm sorry, but uh, it confused me because he was stood there at the bar and the bartender was just completely ignoring him. Yeah. And then as soon as his missus came up, he was like, how can I help you? And I, 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 I didn't get the relevance of that. Why, why was... Oh, well, just an attractive woman. Just ignore the... Oh, is that what it was? The goofy oh. guy, yeah. Just, That's go, just being, but, being awkward, basically, you know, being a bit of a git. Like, you know. Basically laying the groundwork for what we're going to see throughout the whole film. But like, but like you say, there was the <clears> kid in the back. Yeah, yeah, so there was the moment where <laughs> Michael Fassbender, his character is quite called Steve, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Steve's like... Oh, I wish someone would give that kid it. And then he's I've obviously got the actual quote. Is that? Have you, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go for it. It's like that child. He needs a good. He needs a good. 
And it's whoops. <laughs> you just hear the slap. And then he's like, he's like, oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, the mum who slaps the kid, just he, they catch eye contact. They look over, don't they? Yeah. And they're like, oh, this giving is... them evils. Yeah. So you yeah. at this point, you're kind of like, yeah, this is a bit of a strange place. This yeah. I can't remember the name of the village. Well, it's the Midlands, isn't it? It's like <laughs> it is like the Midlands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're acting as if it's like you know, like uh, I don't know, Cornwall or something. Or like... <laughs> Royce and Vasey. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like a. a council estate in the middle yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's yeah. a bit further on as well they're in they're in a, a cafe mm. and they're just just talking and like some woman comes over and she says like oh have you had some like trouble with like the youth or something and and he's like ah yeah just kind of a bit kind of thing she's like oh it's not my kids like, i was like yeah. all right well so so that that gave me an idea i was like okay so all these kids are spoiled but they're also fucking beaten down <laughs> yeah there's um like the, there's a bit where they're on the little beach bit yeah. and he's, he's with his woman and she's in a bikini and that. I think Michael Fassbender is pretty reckless at this point. He is. So, yeah. Typical male bravado. And yeah. Like, the like, eagle takes over. Yeah, so there's there's a group of youths nearby and one of them's got like a Doberman. Um, it's quite a scary looking Doberman. Yeah. And the dog keeps coming over and barking in her face. And he's, he's basically... Uh, these these lads and there's like one girl with them. They clear like little dickheads basically. Yeah. And pretty much. Yeah, so they're blasting the music over and stuff. And so Michael Fassbender's character goes over to them and basically goes, Can you turn the music down? And the kids are like, Can't hear you, mate. <laughs> so it's like yeah. some, you know, the obviously like dickhead response to that. So Michael Fassbender bends down and turns the radio down. And I was thinking, you've just crossed the line there. You've just touched their stuff. Like it doesn't they're in a public space. You're in a public space. Yeah. Like technically what he did there, he's touched their property. So he crossed the line. Yeah. Um so it was him being Michael Fassbender. Basically, what I'm trying to say, this entire film is because Michael Fassbender. Let's let's like, just, let's not say that because <laughs> what they did to them two just like I'm not saying it was because of the radio. Just, it's not justified because he touched the radio. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm saying that like it's because of his male like egotist, the egotistical bravado. He's brought this on himself because yeah. he should have known yeah. I shouldn't be getting involved with this. Because I mean, I, I, if that was happening, I'd be like, yeah, let's just leave this ball on the floor. Let's go. Yeah, I, it'd, be, it'd be like, right, let's, let's fucking, let's not start. Exactly. Let's, let's go find another part of the quarry. Let's go over there. Yep. But at the point where they confronted them, they, like, those those teenagers are going to, they just got his number then. They're going to be like, right, I mean, well, we're like, going to make your life they, hell. They go back to that beach a few times, don't they? And yeah. like, you see some weird things like like the bags have been like emptied or something or there's like a dead fish or something in yeah. there. I can't remember what it was but um, there's like some things like okay. And I think they stay over there that night as well in yeah. a tent and you're like they're gonna it's, die. <laughs> so like uh, this bit though Michael Fassbender then sorry Steve <laughs> no the actor um, <laughs> the, no, he, as they're driving he notices like one of the bicycles of one of the kids and he's like right one of the lads obviously lives in this, this house here. And this so he, again in, pissed me off I was like, like what are you doing so he invites himself into the house yeah, I was thinking this like you can't it's just like, walk into somebody's house like, so you're you're like a tourist and you've came here and you start walking in people's houses yeah so he gets upstairs and then obviously you know one of the kids lives there but one the dad comes home and the dad's there so Michael Steve Steve's like well. Steve, the dad was from like Misfits or something wasn't he ah uh, right sorry alright uh, <laughs> so, so Steve's upstairs and he can hear he can hear the dad in like downstairs and the dad obviously he's got the idea there's someone in the house yeah, yeah. so Steve then climbs out the window and at this point yeah. I'm like 
you're like you're so in too deep here. It's like you've this, this is the second thing you've done, which is yeah. like bringing it upon yourself. And this this was after his car was blocking the drive, and he's missing yeah. out to yeah. drive <laughs> yeah. it off. Yeah. So like, I've, I'm not saying like he brought it on himself. Like I did just say that, but like he should have <laughs> known at this point. Like you shouldn't be doing stuff like that. I don't care if some like. You, you've you've had a run in with a bunch of bunch of bell ends, and but you can't then go and invite yourself into the family home because no. you just can't do that, can you? Yeah. You just if you were an adult about it, you'd go right. It was just some dickhead teenagers. Forget about it. Move on. But yeah, he, he was <clears throat> he was looking for trouble basically. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on that you, you mentioned earlier about the radio incident, as if like that was the, the the turning point of the whole thing that kicked it all off. I don't think you're that far off, to be honest. I think it's way overboard, this film. Like, it's the dog death that turns Jack O'Connell into, was, like, a psychopathic yeah. murderer all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was almost just, just your average chav before. Yeah, that, just wasn't a chav. It? But then, then like, um, the bit you're on about... Um, they Sorry, in... I, can I just jump in? You, you know you say the average chav. When they were on the beach, he'd brought a pair of binoculars with him. <laughs> <laughs> so, came, came prepared. So, for any hot girls on the beach. So, there was no one in the quarry except for, like them and Steve and his missus yeah. and he's brought a pair of binoculars to spy <laughs> on his missus I just wanted to bring that up I thought that was really strange who brings binoculars to a quarry yeah like, when all you're doing is playing music and, and getting pissed and, friends, yeah. Like, yeah. and smoking weed yeah <laughs> like oh yeah don't forget the binoculars boys <laughs> um, but yeah carry on the uh, dog the dog yeah, death it's yeah. ba- he's basically just your average chav at this point isn't he and then um, <laughs> well, yeah well, maybe well, not the average uh, chav like your, <laughs> your average dickhead chav your average dickhead chav yeah and um, and the car gets stolen doesn't it it does and so they kind of go into the forest and they're like alright let's try and see what's going on here yeah and they go in and they're all around the campfire in the middle of the forest and Michael Fassbender's like look give me my phone give me my keys my wallet back I'm not gonna lie I feel like that was quite you know like if someone said to me like you've stolen my car you've stolen my phone you've stolen my keys I'm like you know what mate I might actually just give it your back because I mean I, I wouldn't steal it in the first place though so I don't know if uh, <laughs> that's how it works but I, I don't know actually how it works when you steal stuff, people's stuff. Do you give it back? Or I mean, I don't know what we're supposed to think about Jack O'Connell's motivations in this film. Has he always been like a psychopath and this is just what tipped him over the edge? I think you are supposed to think that because... Well, like, uh, just skip into the end. A little I was about bit. to say, like, like, look, should we, should we wait? We'll get on to the end and we'll ask that question again. Okay. Because well, yeah. I think you get an answer in the yeah, end. Yeah, because yeah. this has not happened before. They've never killed anyone. Like The, friend, the reaction of the friends around him doesn't suggest they've ever murdered anybody before. Do you know what I mean? This yeah. is the first I, time. I feel like, what I feel like this film has like kind of shown is these, these are just like your average like teenagers um, and they've, they've, they've gone, they've gone and done something and they've managed to make it just spiral out of control. And it's, it's gone from just this very small thing where they've stole a car and then, um, from that, um, um, a dog, their dog was killed, and from there they were just like, "All right, we're, we're going to get him. We're going to teach him a lesson." And then from there, it's like it's well, just spiraled completely out of control. It, it, it I think does. that's. I think it's it's done a really good job of showing like how something so small can just build into something so. Definitely, there's just this one massive part of that sh- that that spiraling chain that just seems t- so out of place for me. The bit after the dog gets killed, I'd be fuming if my dog got killed accidentally or not. I'd be absolutely distraught. 
But it then cuts from that to them catching Michael Fassbender. And it just cuts from him, like, wrapped up in barbed wire. It's like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> hold on a minute. Like, <laughs> no, that, that, for me, that scene was just so gratuitously, like, placed in there, where it was yeah. like, right, this is the torture porn section of yeah, the film. Yeah. Where we're going to stab him a bunch of times, get a switchblade. And it's like, for me, that... that oh, like, I know you're upset about your dog, but... I don't know about the barbed wire bit. I think that was... That, that I don't know why they decided to wrap him up in barbed wire. Where did yeah. they get the but, barbed wire? The, 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 <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Binoculars, barbed mean, wire. I mean, there was, there was a fence all the way around the enclosure oh, okay, with barbed wire, so that might have been where yeah, they were okay. from. But uh, I, don't, I don't know why they decided to wrap him up in barbed wire. That seems a bit daft, if you ask me. But The, the only but, part. But the bit after that, sorry, um, where they start stabbing people, I think, like, this again, it was just it's kind of spiraling, like... Um, people were starting to get a bit cold feet and he was like, right, I, I need some way to make these people stay here and not go and snitch on me. So he was like, right, I need yeah, to get yeah, these yeah. people to start stabbing him and record it. And and like I say, it just kind of spiralled from there. The only the only bit of that entire sort of scene I liked was um, he had the dog's chain around his neck. I thought that yeah. was a nice nice bit of symbolism. There's like, one, one bit when he gets away later and he's like, finally get this fucking dog, <laughs> dog chain on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Next point. Uh, well, I mean, we can jump from there pretty much too. But this is for me where I, I can't say I really enjoyed it when I first watched it. It really affected me when I first watched it. This film, and it wasn't as powerful on on this watch, and because it just seems to spiral too quick, and Jack O'Connell is just too much of a psychopath yeah. out of nowhere kind of thing. And for me, the next big scene like that is when he kills the little Asian kid. Yeah, that. Uh, I was like, "What? Yeah. Like, you just burned the kids on fire." <laughs> there was that right. So before, to, before, before we can get that, that's that's quite a bit of further on from when he's yeah. tied up. That isn't it? That's like a good half an hour to forty-five minutes. It's, a, it's yeah. a, for me. It's half an hour of running around. Before we go on to that, can I just mention? Do you know when he's tied up? I didn't get why. Like his missus decided to. Bluetooth, Hide Bluetooth oh, call oh God, yeah. the police and like what are you trying to achieve here she could have been long gone by this point she could have been over the hills and far away like like why couldn't she just ring the police why, why did she need to Bluetooth the police because uh, she only had a GPS yeah she's Bluetoothing off the signal of the other phone but still yeah. I know, she, she should have known <laughs> still, that the other she, one was, was, was going to ring that's like, what yeah. I mean but still she could have just ran off anyway couldn't she like, yeah. like well, she, if you remember when, when he said get away like she ended up like just staying in a hole for the night, um, and apparently was like minutes away from where they were anyway. So yeah. it's like you should have just liked it. Like <laughs> it took it takes about an hour for it to run out of forest later on. Just just use that hour there, and you could have been back with help. Yeah, and you were just talking about this bit where they burn a the kid, and just slightly before this bit. Well, I want to add some context I, to I, that. I, I want to bring it up, but basically, like she's running away on her own after. Fastbender, it's Steve. He, he he died at this point, hasn't he? Uh, no, no. Oh, well, sorry. Yeah, yeah. He had so. died at the point that she'd met with a little kid. Yeah, and yeah. um, and and she's she's with this kid, and and he's like, yeah, we just need to go over it. I'm sorry, going. It's so clear that this kid has been paid off by these guys, or he's been manipulated by these kids to bring them to you. Why are you so stupid? It's not that hard. Yeah. So this is a kid you sort of meet earlier on in the film, and it's yeah, a kid yeah. who obviously got bullied by these, these yeah, other yeah, teenagers. Correct, yeah. And yeah, he he obviously leads them straight to the to the teenagers. Uh, sorry, leads her to the teenagers. And yeah, you should, the next scene, they're they're both tied up together. 
uh, she's so got Steve's dead body. Firewood all around her. Yeah, and Steve, like, like, she gets she gets woken up by is it petrol getting flown and thrown in the face? I think so. Yeah. Um, I mean, you said like it, it was quite a bit of a jump him burning this kid. I mean, the fact that they're burning her in the first place. I mean, like Steve's <laughs> dead on the other side of the tree from her. And they've got all this firewood around them. For some reason, therefore, is let's burn them. Let's just kill this woman that is alive. Mm. I was going to make the point that um, when they start the fire and she manages, I don't know why they didn't realise that the fire would burn the rope yeah. before. Yeah, <laughs> before I know, yeah. So she ends up getting away and he's like, I'll, I'll like, they put a tyre on the kid's head. And, <laughs> <Little tire. laughs> and basically say, if you keep running, I'm going to kill him. Like, if that were me, I'd be thinking, you fucking, you got me in this mess. Yeah. <laughs> like, going up. see you later. <laughs> and then it is pretty harrowing, though, when you you get up to the top. She gets up to the top of the hill and you just hear it go off. <laughs> the screams. Yeah, but then you hear the screams. It's pretty awful. But then You're, she screams. I'm like, are you trying to escape or what? Yeah. Do you like, want them to hear you? It, it's yeah. I mean, like like what John was saying before. The first time I watched this, I thought it was quite harrowing. Didn't have the same effect on me this time. I was like, I just. I mean, the first time I watched it, which is the, this time, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it before. Um, I was, I, I liked the film and I thought it was proper bad and like I say harrowing. I just hated that character that female character i thought she was not helping herself in the slightest on one bit of the film like this bit when she's running away after like they burnt the kid like she's making all the noise in the world like if i was I running away from people that are trying to kill me i would be as silent as as whatever's silent i don't know what's silent um, <laughs> um but I, I would be so quiet and she's running away going <laughs> i'm just like what 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 are you doing she does that. Are you, like, you trying to be caught? <laughs> it's like a classic, uh, classic horror movie cliche when she like steps on a spiky bit of wood. Oh yeah, it goes right to her foot. It's like just watch where you go going <laughs> when you're being chased by murderous That's what, like, well, like, I feel like no matter how fast you're running, you're not going to stand on a spike, are you? Yeah. And then pull it through the other way. Yeah, yeah like she pulled it right through her foot. Mm. I was like, yeah, all right. Um, so she ends up running into a road, doesn't she? And finds. Am I, am I skipping anything out here? This is this this so. is quite near the end, but like yeah. I don't. It's, I don't it's half an hour of a running around the forest. I, yeah. I, I do want to mention one bit before we get to when she runs to the road. That kid that was from uh, this is England. Oh yeah, he seems to kind of have a bit of a. Well, he, a flash he, of a conscience. Well, he, he he didn't seem to be that into it in the first place, but he kind of comes across her in the in the forest. And, and and it's like well at this point she's so far gone oh she 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 looked mental at this point yeah she was covered yeah. in shit and yeah. she just didn't look right at all looked the evil at this she point. looked like like a monster of the forest yeah can we just mention before that bit the reason she looks like shit she's been in that shit bin no she was she she jumped in there she just, was, was she that, just was crawled that, out of that, that bit when he turned up oh god it was wasn't it yeah because like, the yeah. people were there yeah right that yeah. was right you're right I, I just love the fact yeah she was in you can smell that bin through the TV oh I I I literally felt six season yeah. i felt this yeah well basically yeah. she's out there she's covered in shit and she's like breaking the glass to get the map off the the thing and this kid from the this is england comes along he's like miss and and he's clearly just trying to be like i i, I don't want anything to do with it kind of thing he's, he's got a conscience like you say and she just stabs him in the neck and it's with a big piece of glass that she took from the uh the, the map casing and yeah it's yeah that. Then, well that that yeah it, it's quite it's quite a, she's shocked at herself isn't she at that point because she's done something she never thought she'd do which is stab a child which yeah. I don't think anyone really thinks they're going to do 
Um, but, one down, five to go. <laughs> but this for me leads on to one of the better scenes in the film where it's the main Chav leader comes along and, you know, because he hears a scream and they find the body and one of the more reluctant mates basically stands up to him and yeah. he, he's like, I don't want oh, anything shit, to yeah. do with this. And like when he, he basically knocks him to the floor, like the main Chav guy knocks the other lad down, but he starts laying into him and like there's some vicious punches and then he starts stomping on him as yeah. well. Like the way it's shot as well, where it's the camera looking up at him. I liked how that was done because that's pretty eye-opening where you're just like, fuck it. Like you, <laughs> like, you can tell he's he's not all there at yeah, this point. Yeah, totally he's, gone. He's so he, he's it, like right? killing his mates now. I, I like, was going to say, are we led to believe that kid's dead after that? Yeah, like, definitely, yeah. definitely. Because he See, just absolutely... So, so at this point, we know that there's two kids, de- well, not including the little kid, the, the, that the, was the fire kid. Three kids. Um, there's there's <laughs> yeah. three kids dead that at this point, and then, like you say, uh, I don't know if you want to just skip to this bit like you did like before, but she came across a road, didn't she? Mm. And she. It's a van, isn't it? That sort of pulls up and helps her. Who's looking yeah. for the kid that she stabbed? I no, it's it's look. I think it's looking for one of the other ones, isn't it? Is it the one that it was one of the dead ones? It, no, it, it was, was one of the live. No, ones. it was definitely one. Of oh the no, dead. it was the it was the other one with the knife. It was the, even, the simple looking one. The lanky that, one. Yeah. Oh, was actually? Because yeah. he's talking to him when he gets out. It's just like, mum has been waiting, you know, looking yeah, for you. Yeah. Oh, right. Then she no, drives no, off no. in the van. I, f- I feel like... It definitely the, is, brother. I feel like he was talking to the ling- the ringleader at that point. No, his brother's not dead at this point, I don't think. I thought it was... It might have been the ringleader. I, baby, I, I uh, got the, the impression that it was the kid that she stabbed that the kid was looking for. Oh, I don't know, maybe. I, that's the impression I got. I... I I might be wrong, but we, well, um, let's go past there. But anyway, she comes across um, this road. That, that she gets in the van. This guy's like driving towards where she just come from. It's like we need to go the other way. I need help. And uh, it's like, no, my brother's like I've not heard from him in hours, days. Um, I need to find where he is. Uh, he gets out and he speaks to. I'm not like I you. Think it's you, the ringleader and this other one. I yeah. think it's the ringleader. Yeah, it might be the brother. You like. I mean, there is two of them there that he's well, talking to. Oh, it might well, be the I don't brother. know which one is the brother. It might like. be the brother as well. Yeah. Um, but she takes the van, doesn't she? She just realises straight away and, and heads off. So on her drive back, she comes across the girl who'd filmed a lot of the incident. Just runs her over. Just runs her over. So oh, that's, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> so that's four of the children dead. Yep, yep. Um, she's yeah. driving off. And this bit pissed me off a bit. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the next bit, she's driving and she's in this town and out of every single <laughs> garden she could have crashed into in the town, and I'm I'm sure there's not just one house, out of every single garden she could have crashed into, it was the garden with all the, not just one, but all the parents of the yeah. children that were torturing her and her boyfriend in one garden. I, I like that she, you know, I like the idea that she'd been having a bad day anyway. But I could just... this day get any worse? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she ends up like screaming for help for, from these people. And you, are they, then, one, there's a moment where you're like, oh, are they, they going to attack her as well? And what happens is she, one of the, one of the mums gets up and goes, well, somebody get up then. And like they all jump up and try and help her. Yeah. Take her in. She's passed out and she's, she's woke up on the couch of like the house. And, I mean, the first time I watched this, I'd clicked on that these yeah. are just the kids' parents. 
But well, that, well, that, that one from the cafe earlier, she was there, wasn't she? Well, yeah. Like the girl who was ran over on the way back, her, that mum looked really similar to it. Mm. And then you see a Doberman barking. It's the dog bit. It's the yeah. Doberman where mm. you see that. That's that's the moment where that's I think most people like, click on. That's definitely them. <laughs> they go, yeah, this is, you know, this is... Because there's two bowls, there's two bowls, isn't there? You're like, yes. oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, and then you just start slow, like the, the atmosphere turns... Well, for she, me, she, this... she goes to the bathroom, doesn't she? Well, she at this point, she knows what's coming and she says, I'm going to be sick. Now, if it were me, I'd have been like, I need some fresh air. So, yeah, get outside. Yeah, get outside, fucking leg it. Not like... in the bathroom with an un- unopenable window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she ends up in the bathroom um, and yeah, they start banging on the door when, when the, the atmosphere's fully turned. The, the kids are basically back and they've said that Steve and his girlfriend have been she, basically she... murdering the children. She grabs a razor, doesn't she, from the bathroom? Yeah. She's like trying to get like one last stand kind of thing. And the the the, the father of the ling the, the ling the ring the leader. ring leader <laughs> the ring reader of the kids like the father comes in and he's he's essentially just his son. Well, the son's basically his dad, isn't he? He's, he's definitely his father's son because like they've got these friends around him and he's ordering these friends about like his son did. So it's essentially she's just gone back straight back to it. It's a, it's almost a full circle, the film, isn't it? She she started with these people, and she's she's escaped, but she's back at the beginning, but with the parents. So the the film basically ends with, <clears throat> well, I think there's an implied possible rape at the end of this film. I, I was oh, talk- I, I don't think so. I was talking about this. I don't think she she was raped purely because. Purely, he, says, purely, he says, though, let's get her in the shower and clean her up first. He makes a comment like that before. Oh, I, I said get her in the bathtub or something. I, I, I we're going to like clean her up in the bathtub or something. The which, only which reason makes, I don't think that is that but it was that like three guys raped. as well. Yeah, the only thing reason I don't think she was raped is because their wives were there. Like, I get, I, know, I, I get they might be a bit deranged and a bit fucked up, but come on, you're married. <laughs> your wife, your wife isn't going to be outside going. It's all right. She's a bit of a bitch. Yeah, give it to her. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. For me, for me, I thought. I, I mean, I, I read up about it afterwards, and I'd seen a lot of people saying, "Oh yeah, uh, basically, the son goes upstairs, the ringleader, and he hears them screaming downstairs." Right. So the, I think the I think the actual I think most people think she just gets murdered, murdered, or she's yeah. being murdered at that point, but. There's the bit where we'll go back to the question of do we think he was just like a psychopath the whole time? He's still got the glasses. He's still got Steve's sunglasses. Yeah. He puts them on and basically pulls them down his nose and looks at the mirror. And he's just there's not a shred of remorse. No, like all, he's, no. he's he's he is a complete psychopath. He's he, his mates have been murdered. He's murdered his own mates. Murdered yeah. a kid, another kid. Killed a guy. Tortured him. She's she now he now he's listening to his dad killing. A woman that he, he's definitely like got it from his dad, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he's a psychopath. He, his like, dad yeah. has definitely passed on this fucking psychopath. Psychopathy. What did you call psychopathy. it? Psychopathy. Psychopathy. Yeah, yeah psychopathy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, right, should we talk some general points of the film about the genre of hoodie horror? <laughs> yeah, just on the end bit, like when I first watched it, it really wound me up with that ending, like, and it makes a blood boil kind of thing, but didn't feel it so much this time. Uh, I, I think she probably gets, but you can hear like three big screams when he's walking up the stairs, and it just cuts off, kind of thing, right, as okay. if like as if that's, that's it. She's it. dead. Like, I mean, talking of that ending, I think it's. Do you know, like the mist? We all we all liked the ending of the mist. Yeah. For this film, I feel like that was the right ending. 
yeah, I like I mean, this. It's funny, isn't it? Because I like, I love the end of the mist. There's a way, there's a cruel irony to that. But I suppose there is in this, but it doesn't work as well for me. No, I, don't I, know. I, I, right. I know what yeah. you mean because, like, like most horror films, like, like the the escape at the end, don't they? Yeah. Like the the, the escape, they, they they've been tortured this entire thing, and then they get out, and it's like hap- live they live happily ever after kind of thing. Yeah. But for some reason, in this one, like. I thought it was cre- a creative end to the film. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, don't think good. it worked quite as well as the Mists end. Though. No, definitely not. No, like, Mist, Mist one's in top top five best end endeavor. Definitely, ever. yeah. Um, but mm. yeah, so I think having it worked for this film, we for, we'll go. We'll. I'll give I, you opinion, I, I, I still can't buy that out of every house in that town. She landed in that house. <laughs> it was like it was like a village, though, wasn't it? I know, but. A village has more than one house. But if there happens to be a party with most of the village in one, one of night, the houses of the many like houses. He says we look after our own. I know, but that was one house in a village. Yeah. Like the the the, the chances that she's actually landed in that house, like don't even tell me the odds of that because that's ridiculous. But like I I, I can't buy that personally. I like I like the ending. I th- I think like I like the fact that she didn't just get away and live happily ever after and move in with whatever his name is. But Steve. Um, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> just going off the end bit we were mentioning. Again, when I mentioned when I mentioned I first watched it and it really affected me. I thought it was because like they were getting away with it. I was like, oh, they're just getting away with murdering two people and there'll be nothing done about it. But watching it now, I'm like, that little kid got burned in the woods. He killed one of his own friends. Like, how are they going to cover that up? Do, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? It it's, does not, are they? Yeah, it's like, they're not going to get away with this. Like, it the wit, Yeah, <laughs> I think the, the idea is that it was Steve who was doing all that. Yeah, maybe. Well, that was what they were saying. Because there's no witnesses to him beating his mate up to death. Maybe, yeah. Um, and the, woman, the girl got run over. To be fair, yeah. They could, saying, like, they could no literally witness. cover it up by saying he was there. The only people yeah. who, like the other two, didn't witness any of that, so just felt a bit too far for me the Thomas Turgu's death and the little Asian kid getting burned it just felt like torture porn just jumped up here kind of thing yeah Uh, as you mentioned Hoodie Horror one of the first of the genre yeah yeah like uh, Harry Brown that was another one the late 2000s it was was rife yeah Harry Brown was like 2009 I think so this film reminded me of like I didn't actually watch it because it actually just knocked me sick I couldn't carry on watching it but um, there's a film called Funny Games you yeah, seen? you're right there. Yeah, um, I couldn't finish watching it, but basically, a family—it's a family with kids as well. Um, they go on holiday, and they're basically there's basically these people, and they basically just torture them like in disgusting ways. Um, I've only recently learned from John that is that the director's point in making this film. Um, if, in fact, you might as well tell it yourself, John. Um, oh, well, Michael Haneke said, like, I don't think he's a big fan of horror films, but he made that film as if to say, oh, you like horror films, do you? Here's a horror film for you. But it's like, but it's not enjoyable. I like Friday the 13th because they're like a roller coaster ride. You watch it, and it's pleasant to, I say pleasant to watch. It's fun to watch these teens getting knocked off in inventive ways. There's nothing fun about seeing this family just like it, tortured it, and killed for like 90 minutes. It's literally tortured and killed in the most yeah. disgusting ways ever. But I, I feel what, similar to Eden Lake though. I, I didn't enjoy it. Well, I'm, I'm going to come on to that, yeah, with my rating. Like, uh, this is a, I, th- I feel like this is, again, not enjoyable. It's a more effective watch than funny games because that just feels like a director trying to make a point. Do you know what I mean? Like he's like he's trying to, 
yeah, you like horror films, do you? Then watch this. You won't enjoy this. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I won't. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it is disgusting, hot, uh, funny games, though. Yeah. Like, Have we seen... Sorry, go on. I was going to say, like, like they're, they're basically just, like, I, I remember one scene where they're just being fucking smacked across the head with, like, golf clubs. Yeah, and, they've and, got, got the golf balls out and stuff, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, and, and when they, like, it's literally hitting golf balls. I think they kill the husband with that, don't they? Yeah, the, uh, that's yeah. what I remember seeing, and yeah. I couldn't carry on watching <coughs> after that. It was, honestly, it's, I, I, I don't even get affected by horror films that often, but that just knocked me sick. I was like, I can't watch this yeah. anymore. This is disgusting. It just felt like that was a film made by a director saying like oh if you like horror films watch this but he doesn't understand what people like about horror films do you know, do you know what I mean it's like yeah, yeah, he's trying to make this righteous point it's like you don't even understand why people like these films so you, you know take your funny games and get lost <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I just got a few quotes if that's okay uh, go on I like the bit in the little like wooden sh- hut thing they're in and one of the lads puts his foot through the floor. Oh, yes. Jack this... like, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, I laughed at that. Yeah, that was quite good. Uh, got a little note here, overzealous commentary on parenting. I think we kind of covered that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just the one last thing that we mentioned earlier. Uh, there's an argument, a big argument about this online at the time, that this film is like an incitement about class prejudice, saying that all working class people are scumbag murderers basically <laughs> it's a war on the it's a war on the working class yeah pretty much like if you're middle class do not go anywhere near these people yeah, like yeah. they will they will kill you yeah. <laughs> hoodie horror yeah. yeah and we've had a few class debates in the office kind of thing I think like this kind of plays into it yeah uh, yeah so I think I kind of agree with the argument now that it is a bit like yeah well, you're so not going to def- get killed if you go if you go camping in, in Birmingham you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it, yeah it's I watched it thinking this is a very 2008 film you know, with the, yeah, it's, it's like a social commentary almost. If you want to look at it that way, yeah, definitely. That was the rise of the uh, the Asbos kind of thing. Yeah, like de- right. There you go, rise of the Asbos. That's part two. That. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. Should we give ratings? We, we have yeah. to give ratings. Yeah. yeah. Shall I start off? Yeah. Start, start okay. off. Yeah. Uh, like you mentioned before, it's hard to rate this kind of film because I think bits of it are scary and effective. But it's not pleasant to watch, like I mentioned before. It's not a pleasant film to watch in any way whatsoever. If you watch Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street, you get enjoyment out of the inventiveness of the kills and stuff. There's just nothing like that here. So, like, you could give it a high rating because it's so effective in that term, but it's not enjoyable or pleasant to watch. So I'm just going to give it a very light 3.5. Nick? Like, that, that, like that's the exact rating I had in my head. Uh, really? But, like, I feel like... I don't know... I was more disgusted by it. Like it, it just knocked me sick. This film, I didn't. I, but yeah, I've I don't, I've got nothing else to say to you. I said three point five for me to be honest. Okay, um, I would say that this is almost like the English version of Last House on the Left. Oh, that's, that's a good comparison. Yeah. They're both they're both in the same sort of realm, aren't they? Um, yeah. I don't don't like this film. Um, like you you made a point then, John, about it being effective in sort of the terror almost. I'm just not got time for that, me. So. For me, I'd be giving it a two out of five. There are bits in it, like the line about you fat fuck, that made me laugh. <laughs> and there are, there are, there's certainly some good moments in it. But for me, I just, I just, I just didn't enjoy it. I kind of, the credits came on, I was like, two out of five. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's fair from me that. Can I just jump off the back of that? Like, one thing that it is effective with that has stuck in my mind. You mentioned about the whole thing of confronting Michael Fassbender confronting these chavs. Whenever I'd be in a situation like that, like that now, in the back of my mind, I'd always think, remember Eden Lake? Remember <laughs> Eden Lake? You know, yeah. if you go and confront these chavs, <laughs> you could end up 
tied up with bloody barbed wire. <laughs> yeah, class, class warfare. So, yeah, so in, so, in that so, regard, it, it has stuck in my mind, kind I'd, of thing, I'd, you know. I'd make the point that the Daily Mail gave this five out of five, and for me, that, that means this film's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, should we, um, Nicky, do you want to give the social media away? We've ended do. the show. Yeah. We're on Twitter, not at Twitter, like an army. We're on Twitter at DST Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash DST Podcast. Yep. I'll just, just search it. Just search, don't spoil the ending. You'll find we're it. We're on Instagram as well. Just search it. <laughs> um, yeah, just search, don't spoil the ending on Instagram. Um, I don't actually know what the actually URL of that is. We know? we found out what it was last week, but I can't. It was like <laughs> don't, don't spoil the ending or something, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and that, your personal it. Twitter. My personal Twitter is at DST Nick. Okay, I'm at yeah it's Joe. Yep, I'm at Taylor1980, and you can email at don't spoil the ending at gmail dot com. Cool. Yep. Right. I've enjoyed the show this week, guys. Yeah, cheers, guys. I am looking forward to next week. What we, Antichrist. What Antichrist next yeah. week. Yep, Antichrist. Exactly. They'll be coming out on the 31st of October. Hall- Halloween, Halloween special. Episode, yeah. <laughs> and we're picking one. Like, I've not seen it, but we're picking Antichrist, which... I've never, see, I've never seen it. So. We've, it's kind of like, if you were to do Halloween episodes, you kind of build, you would build up to Antichrist. You wouldn't do Antichrist as your first ever Halloween <laughs> film. Yeah, where do we go from here? Like? <laughs> <laughs> There's nowhere to go, is there? Yeah. Be like, you'd, yeah, maybe The Exorcist next year. Oh, I would love that. Ooh, do that some classic. Good. Yeah. Classic ones. All yeah. right. Let's finish it there then, boys. Fantastic. Thanks for listening. And we'll, yeah, thanks we'll, very much. We'll, yeah, cheers. Uh, We'll speak. We'll we'll have Antichrist for you next week. Yeah, and the film Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Thank bye. You, bye. bye.